Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you have a son or a daughter, a grandson or a granddaughter or a niece or a nephew? But do you know of uh, one of your relatives and um, the child... The teenager is is just feeling lonely at school. Also has a little bit of a challenge in making friends. You know, by the way, mom or dad, are you losing sleep over it? Well, we may have some answers this afternoon. I certainly have a book that I'm recommending. The book is Why Will No One Play With Me by Caroline McGuire. And uh, she is my guest. And uh, I want to tell you that she is a passionate personal coach, author, teacher, and a speaker whose work has inspired important conversations about social skills at elementary and middle schools and in homes all across the land. Uh, She believes all children can shine. Her work is very critical to parents everywhere who support children with, you might not have heard this term before, executive function challenges, struggling to show their best selves. Now, she also has uh, been there for a lot of families with children with ADHD, and uh, you know there are times when there are struggles uh, in that group to fit into uh, what's happening uh, in the world around them, and uh, Uh, Caroline McGuire has been a resource for many journalists as well as uh, leading ADHD organizations, and she's been in many publications. And uh, she has been a friend to so many families uh, because they thought maybe they were at a dead end. And she's got some answers today uh, to help us with. And Caroline McGuire, good to have you with us this afternoon. Thank you so much. Uh, you can add also a person who listens to talk radio all the time, <laughs> but up here in Massachusetts. Well, uh, oh, in Massachusetts, that's an extra plus for you. That's that's very good. But, uh, hey, thanks for being with us today. And I want to tell you, I've been looking forward to having a conversation with you. Um, professionally, you are an author and you're a coach uh, for children with ADHD and, and some other social situations. How did your expertise, how did you get uh, led to write this book, uh, Why Will No One Play With Me? 
so what happened was that I had the experience when I was first working 15 years ago with kids where I just found so many kids are awkward or shy um, or they are um, really struggling and that parents had like no one to turn to. You know, if you have certain diagnoses, you get help in school. You probably need more help and you probably still need why will no one play with me, but you do at least get some help. But so many parents, they don't have anywhere to turn. And I had this little boy who asked me why no one would play with him. And, you know, it was one of those moments as an adult where you don't really have a great answer. You're not, you're not smooth. But um, it started me thinking about the fact that if I could create a guide that would help parents know what professionals know, you know, when do you intervene? When do you hold back? Why do I, why is this important? Do I wait? All those things, then I could give them something that was like really jargon free. And it would really help, you know, millions and millions of kids. So I, I started working on this project um, of just finding the knowledge and the information and trying these methods 15 years ago because I, I just I couldn't stand how all these kids were just struggling and there were no answers for them. Let me ask you a question, uh, Caroline McGuire. You know, only God knows the number of kids that are out there. And I mean, it's a large number. And part of especially um, in when you get to middle school, man, they're trying to make friends. It's important to be accepted. And I, I'm getting up there in age, but I certainly remembered that when I was going from elementary school to middle school. But we're talking about uh, some of the some of the just precious kids that are out there. Something gets in the way. What is lacking in some of these kids that needs the understanding of all of us? What is that that gets in their way to accomplish making friends and fitting in? Well, it's really about the brain. So, um, obviously, parents model social skills, and that's super important. But some kids just don't pick it up. And we all have that uncle we avoid at Thanksgiving. We all know the adult who checks your information on the cell phone and, like, corrects you. You know, we know these people. We work with these people. And what it, it all goes back to what's called the executive functions. It's the management system of the brain, the process that helps you organize. Uh, pay attention, read the room, and filter information and hold back. And so it's really a brain-based thing. And for a lot of kids, their parents are trying. Their parents are spending from the moment they get off the bus until bedtime talking about, you know, how hard things are for them. But their parents don't have a playbook yet because – they don't know exactly what to do, so they're kind of spinning their wheels. So that's why. It, it is all brain-based, but it, it honestly, um, it's not new news. It's just that, that now we know so much more. Now, I want to talk about uh, your plan, which is the Play Better Plan, but I remind my audience, you can go right now to carolinemaguireauthor.com, carolinemaguireauthor.com. I am highly recommending her book this afternoon, Why Will No One Play With Me? You can get that where refined books are sold. Um, when we talk about this, 
this executive function. I want to I want to just cover that again for just a second because many may not have heard of that. Now I've heard that there's ways to address it. There's sometimes things with diet. Um, I want to get to your play better plan, but uh, is there hope for parents that uh, if they correctly identify something uh, in this uh, executive function that needs to be adjusted, uh, can it be adjusted? Yeah, absolutely. There are long-term studies, and I have done it hundreds of times, that show that your organization, your prioritization, your um, ability to take a bird's-eye view, all the things that come from executive function, they can all be developed. And, you know, there are kids who are baffling. They are super organized, but they can't read the room. They are you know, very disorganized, but they're very social. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. You can have weak parts of this, and other parts are strong, which leads to parents wondering, you know, why, what's going on. Um, And I do want to stress that um, it is something that is nobody's fault. It's just Hmm. the way the child is and the way their brain works. And sometimes they have strengths that are tremendous, but because of the social skills weaknesses, they really don't get a chance to show us what they're, you know, what they have to offer. Now you have, uh, Caroline McGuire, you have, um, a vehicle here to help children, regardless of their age, to make friends and thrive, and it's called the Play Better Plan. Tell us about that. And by the way, it, it is covered in, in, in her book. Thank you. So, yes, in the book, what I did was I took this method where I give you a roadmap of how to talk to your kids about social skills, how to talk about friendship, how to have those kind of hard conversations, and then I lead you through how to actually build those skills, everything written for parents, very jargon-free, how to troubleshoot. If you have a kid who's just not motivated, they don't seem to care, and then also um, how to manage manage play dates because although this book can be used for any kid from 5 to, to 35 to 25 there are play dates are a centerpiece of our life nowadays and so if you are struggling with play dates i'm giving you a lot of ways to help your child build these new skills and and manage play dates if uh, a mom or dad were to uh, get your book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Of course, there's going to be some time to, to work through that. If they were really dedicated to following your steps, uh, whether there's outside help or, or not, uh, what type of time frame could a parent expect to see maybe a little bit of a change, a little bit more of the, the flexibility, sensitivity to, to the social skills, to making friends, fitting in, et cetera, et cetera? How long does it take to to sort of begin to to see some results? So the results are going to be depending on the child. So I'm going to give some general answers, and and I I don't want to frustrate people, but I would never say, oh, it's going to be six weeks because that would just – not make sense but what happens is there's a guide in the book called how will you know and in in while no one plays with me i really tried to show parents what are the signs of change because the signs of change are going to happen right away within a few lessons even if that is just them having the awareness more awareness of the social world maybe a little more self-confidence maybe even they argue with you and they argue about why something isn't important but that's actually a 
sign of change because that means they're starting to think about why that's important. But the how will you know gives you all the signs of change in the different stages of change and what you'll hear and what you'll see. And so parents should begin to see results in terms of just the child becoming more aware fairly quickly but what will happen is they're going to have some struggles about self-confidence. You know, they may struggle to go to the cafeteria and to talk to other kids. And one of the things that Why Will No Play With Me does is I guide you through how to get them over those hurdles. Because that's one of the things, right? You've been turned down so many times, and now I'm asking you to go into the cafeteria and talk to other kids. It's, it's hard for them, but there's ways to make it easier and to make it happen. Hmm. We could go on and on, but let me just say this, that, uh, you know, we as adults, uh, let's see, how many books have been written on self-improvement? How many times have you read the, the Seven Successful Habits book? All the others. And what I'm saying is, for a young person, uh, for you to consider this book, Why Will No One Play With Me, uh, by uh, Caroline McGuire, to me, uh, grasping the skills in this book for that particular need is no different than me as an adult reading how to be more successful, how to change my habits. If I want to find out how uh, Donald Trump was so successful with his, you know, he tells you how to sell in his books. And so all I want to do is give a high recommendation to get a copy of this book and uh, to spread the word to someone that may not be listening today. The book is uh, why no one, uh, why will no one play with me it has the play better plan in it it is written by carolyn mcguire and uh, you can check it out at caroline mcguire author.com caroline mcguire i highly suggest that you get uh, a copy of the book and uh, caroline thank you so much for being with us today and i hope that we were able to uh, adequately uh, talk about your, your great work here Thank you so much. You were wonderful, and I really hope parents know there's a lot of hope. Keep working at it. Amen. Hey, we'll keep in touch. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you. All right, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We're going to talk about Jonathan Kahn coming up next and talk about his new book, The Oracle. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. 
Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Hi, Tom Bodette wearing a poncho to prove a point. Ponchos may not be in style, but mark my words, they will be. How do I know? Well, we've been saying Motel 6 has clean, comfortable rooms for the lowest price of any national chain for years. And now suddenly, frugal is all the rage. What next? One word. Ponchos. Book your room online at motel6.com. I'm Tom Bodette in a sassy poncho for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, We also uh, are looking at uh, what's happening with new whistleblower uh, allegations uh, here and, uh, and of course, what's going to happen in China trade. So today looks like the markets just took a timeout. Well, here we go. Once again, Justice Kavanaugh seems like uh, our new justice just can't catch a break and settle in. And that's because the all-out attack uh, on the left and uh, corroborated again from some in, in the uh, left-wing media. Here we go that uh, we're, we're dealing with allegations again. Well, join me is uh, one of the co-authors of one of the most important books on the subject, uh, a bestseller, and I'm talking about Carrie Severino. She has co-authored with uh, Molly Hemingway. Of course, Molly's with Fox News. The book that's been out uh, for a few weeks, Justice on Trial, The Kavanaugh Confirmation and the Future of the Supreme Court. Now, just want to tell you a little bit that uh, Carrie is a chief counsel and policy director at the Judicial Crisis Network. She's testified multiple times before uh, Congress. Uh, she's uh, been uh, one that has briefed senators on judicial nominations. Uh, she's also very much um, in demand on all of the major networks and certainly all of the political issues programs. She has written on a wide range of judicial issues, including, of course, this book. And, uh, you know, the briefs, the friendly court of the briefs for the the Supreme Court and other courts, she files those briefs as well. With that, uh, Carrie Severino, good to have you with us this afternoon. Carrie, you there? Yes, I am. Oh, there you are. Okay. Bill Bunkley here. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. It's great to be here. Well, I want to ask you the first question is, are you two getting ready to to write the sequel? Because it looks like you got a lot more information to go into book number two. Oh, my goodness. I thought we'd have to wait for another nomination to have this much crazy stuff going on. But they're they're continuing the fight. They really just want to keep on dragging this guy's reputation through the mud. And it's uh, there's no no depth to their shame. here. Before we get into this, this this garbage of of, of the latest uh, big newspaper story uh, for our listeners, in case they haven't had a chance to, to plug into the overall theme and the great work you do laying out what happened to Justice Kavanaugh. Give us a little 
little bit of a rear view look at that before we go forward. Yeah, so Molly and I wanted to have the actual definitive story of this. So um, we talked to over 100 people from the president, Supreme Court justices, senators on down. And we tell the whole story of why this has happened the way it does, how every time you have a big shift in the direction of the court, things have gotten crazy and the Democrats have kind of taken it up a notch each time. And then we tell the story of this nomination. We tried to make sure it was just the factual story and people can draw their own conclusions, although I think when you read the facts, um, it's pretty clear that there's, there's a lot of shady stuff going on here. There's a lot of coordination on the liberal groups, the Democrats, and with Christine Blasey Ford's lawyers, etc. And uh, we, we uncovered some things that this book has, this new book has now corroborated, so they got some stuff right, mm-hmm. especially things like Leland Kaiser, um, her, her best friend, her Christine Blasey Ford's friend, who she said was at this party with her. And uh, Leland not only put out statements at the time saying, I just don't remember this, but we uncovered that, in fact, not only did she not remember it, by the end of this process, she was really doubting the story. The more she thought about that summer, the more she said, this doesn't sound like what happened. And she was talking about the way that people were pressuring her and threatening her to try to get her to change her story. Mm. Pressure, pressure, pressure politics. Well, and I think that uh, the story that was out just a little while ago, just all over, was uh, here you've got uh, uh, her dad is at the same country club as Kavanaugh's dad. They know each other, and basically he congratulates him on being elected to the court, and he'll do a fine job. And then we find out also, and you guys have been in the thick of this, that there was a family and friends supporter list, but none of the personal family was on the list at the time they were trying to support her for this hearing. Yeah, it's one of the many things that, I mean, the press knew this at the time, but people just didn't mention that, oh, by the way, there's a family support letter. It's all her in-laws. And and it, it, it kind of, it, we, we talked about our book. They were trying to be as supportive as they could. They said things like, well, we look, we love our daughter. <laughs> but um, I think the fact that he wrote a letter afterwards saying, uh, you know, I'm glad Brett is on the court. Um, just suggest to you that there's there's a lot of you know other stuff going on here, and we talk about the the, the number of things that weren't reported or people going, you know, the, we don't think her story adds up either. But they didn't want to talk to the media and create a huge um, local you know fight within even just the local community because a lot of the people all still live in Chevy Chase, Maryland, where where they all grew up. All right. Now, how very quickly, because I know that uh, we've got to let you go. It seems like this new story, and keep in mind we're on uh, multiple platforms, including some of our Faith Talk stations, our answer stations here with Salem. But uh, as I look at the latest allegation, and let's just say that it's way back when he was Yale again, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sexual sort of allegation. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's the same playbook as the first one. Your thoughts? Absolutely. And it, except for it's hard to say even less corroboration but in this case it is because in this case and this is the key part they left out in their new york times story the woman alleged to be involved she says she doesn't even remember it so you got to go how is there a story <laughs> even there if the woman you know just doesn't say it happened who who is this guy and it turns out the guy who does say it happened is a clinton lawyer mm-hmm. works with for Bill clinton on the whitewater investigation when brett kavanaugh was working for ken Starr. so you wonder if there's a long-running issue going back there i mean it's it's a real problem and and the, the way that it was presented without without revealing those key facts i think makes it 
stink uh, even more. And now we've got uh, kind of off subject, but now we've got a whistleblower by someone we don't know. And did he or did he said he said so? Um, just a final question: uh, Is any of this ever going to be repairable? Uh, and I'm talking about uh, the 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 courts, uh, judicial activism, uh, journalism. One on one is not being followed anymore. You don't have your sources, two sources. Are we ever going to get back to some sense of normalcy, or is this you think going to be the new normal from here on out? Well, unfortunately, we're seeing it only amp up. I mean, if, we, if Trump has another vacancy to fill, I think it's going to be even uglier. I don't even know what that could possibly mean, right? Mm. But I, I do think one thing we can do, I'm mean, like, a few things we can do. One is just to be aware of it so you recognize it when it happens, right? And then we're not gullible going into similar kinds of smears in the future, but also holding people accountable. There were people who admitted that they told false statements to the Senate Judiciary Committee last time. That's a felony that carries a five-year prison term with it, and nothing has been done. They've been referred to the Department of Justice just you know, it's sitting there. Or the senators who violated confidentiality procedures within the Senate, nothing has happened to them. You know, So it's, it's a real problem. If people aren't held accountable, that is the best way to guarantee that this is going to happen again, because they're going to see there's political upside and no downside. Well, let me tell my listeners, you need to get a copy of this book. And let me tell you why. The book is Justice on Trial, the Kavanaugh Confirmation in the Future of the Supreme Court. Not just because whether you have an interest in Judge Kavanaugh and the individual um, uh, stories that are attributed here, but you need to see the pattern. This pattern, and of course it's written by my guest today, Carrie Severino and Molly Hemingway, you need to see this pattern because this pattern is going to be repeated and repeated, and you as an educated voter and as a conservative, social conservative, Christian worldview person, you need to understand what's going on here, something you're not going to get on uh, 15-minute interviews or even on this program this afternoon and both carrie and molly's done a great job in doing that it's a must read carrie thanks so much for being with us carrie severino has been my guest and uh, all i got to tell you is keep up the good work thank you so much god bless with srn news i'm john scott Iran-backed militiamen have withdrawn from the U.S. embassy compound in baghdad after two days of clashes with american security forces there were no casualties reported Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says Iran should not test the U.S. and says extramarines will be sent to the embassy. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un expressing frustration over stalled nuclear negotiations and warned that his country will soon show the world a new strategic weapon. Kim also says North Korea is no longer obligated to maintain a self-imposed suspension on the testing of nuclear weapons and intercontinental ballistic missiles. The sale of marijuana for recreational purposes is now legal in Illinois. The change took effect with the new year. Illinois now the 11th state to broadly allow marijuana's use and sale for people 21 or older. This is SRN News. As a pastor, how do you go and make disciples in the digital world? You stream messages on your website and social media, but beyond your church members, how do those truly in need of the gospel know you exist? Salem Surround can help. Salem Surround can digitally reach out locally to those in need of the gospel and a great church like yours, even if they don't know it yet. With Salem Surround, you can effectively go into all the internet and make disciples. They'll come to you, too. Learn how it works at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. 
One of the most important things for veterans is to be heard, and VA is listening. Appeals modernization is changing the way VA decision disagreements are processed, for the better. Veterans, if you disagree with an initial VA claim decision received after February 2019, you have a choice of three review lanes. Contact an accredited representative to help you decide which choice is right for you. For more information, visit va.gov slash decision hyphen reviews. I can take control with VA's new, faster review process. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display glaciers mountains and untamed wildlife if you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first class cruise ship the week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports as laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to god's word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. See, Jesus made it clear in Scripture that when you begin a relationship with God, it changes you. That's why in Galatians chapter 5, we're taught the fruit of the Spirit. That when the Holy Spirit of God is living in me, I look different. That's why you'll hear me say things like, I don't have the liberty to be unkind. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Hey there for Salem and on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Hey, I want to remind you, coming up next hour in the Bill Bunkley Show, is there a split that may be on the horizon between President Trump and Vice President Pence? Is there a chance that Vice President Pence might not be on the ticket next year? Well, we'll talk about that on the Bill Bunkley Show. That's coming up in the second hour. Don't want to miss that. We've got some interesting perspective to talk about. Well, let's get serious. There's a lot of um, just uh, unimportant things flying around in the air in America today. But one thing is for sure, outside of politics, we have an aging baby boomer uh, population, and they are now retiring, and they are now aging in massive numbers. And many of you 
um, are very much aware of dementia and Alzheimer's. Well, today we got a special guest joining us, Dr. Timothy R. Jennings, uh, doctor. Uh, he's written one of many books. Today we're talking about the aging brain, proven steps to prevent dementia and to sharpen your mind. He is a board-certified Christian psychiatrist, master psychopharmacologist, international speaker, distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association and fellow of the Southern Psychiatric Association as well. His books include Could It Be This Simple and The God-Shaped Brain. Now, uh, he is the president and founder of Come and Reason Ministries and has served as president of the Southern Psychiatric Association and the Tennessee Psychiatric Association. Uh, Dr. Jennings uh, is married, lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee, has his private practice there. And Dr. Jennings, it's good to have you with us today. Bill, thanks for having me. Let's just talk a little bit in general about uh, your book, but I want to get real specific about, uh, well, some of the information toward the end of your book uh, as it deals with dementia. Talk a little bit about this brain that we have. Uh, it's getting a little bit older. We're finding ourselves sometimes moving a little slower, even thinking slower. What about this aging brain? Yeah, so the good news for people is that the brain remains pliable or changeable throughout life. And studies done on people over age 65 show that the brain can still make new connections. And if we make healthy choices in our life, we can actually turn back the clock. So to see one study showed that people over 65 that began walking 30 minutes a day had growth in the part of the brain where new memories take place that made their brain look two years younger. So that's an example of what I'm talking about. Now, we hear about walking all the time. We hear about uh, exercising all the time. But uh, there's some other things that you talk about, about being healthy uh, in terms of aging, sleep and other areas. Give us sort of the, the menu of the overall menu of things we can look into if we pick up a copy of your book, The Aging Brain. So the underlying key that's driving the number one form of dementia, which is Alzheimer's-type dementia, is inflammation that drives insulin resistance, the type of thing that drives the adult-onset diabetes, if you kind of get that kind of general idea in your mind. But this is happening in the brain, and that's what's driving the pathology that leads to Alzheimer's dementia. So anything that reduces that will uh, cause the uh, to break that cascade and keep our brain functioning in the best capacities. So if we don't get regular sleep uh, on a, on a uh, and I don't mean on an occasion when you're traveling, I'm talking chronically sleep deprived. We don't clear toxins out of our brain from byproducts of metabolism and that increases oxidative stress on the brain and accelerates aging and puts our, our uh, self at risk for dementia. Exercise causes insulin sensitivity and turns on proteins that make the neurons connect and make new neurons. This will keep our brain healthy improves vascularization. Mental exercise turns on different genes that, keep, that produce proteins that keep our brain healthy and uh, give us resistance to dementia. And then food choices and other lifestyle choices are very important as well. And, of course, that uh, deals with uh, obesity, which we talk about regularly here. We talk about uh, your intake of sugar and, of course, uh, alcohol and tobacco. One quick question before we zero in on uh, how to really help uh, our friends and relatives in the dementia Alzheimer's uh, area. Uh, Some of us think that, well, you know what, I got the genes of my ancestors, and I really can't overcome a lot of that. True or false statement? 
you know, that, that's false statement. In fact, one of the reasons I, the primary reason I decided to research this and write this book was because my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, has Alzheimer's dementia, and that puts my wife at higher risk, and my wife is uh, obviously very important to me. And I said, okay, if there's information out there that can mitigate that risk and keep my wife's brain healthy, I want to know it. And that's what I've discovered and found, and that's why I wrote this book. So, no, uh, the, uh, the genes and the way you should understand the genes that, that make you at risk for Alzheimer's dementia are they simply make you more sensitive to the factors that drive Alzheimer's dementia than the person without the genes. So you require a smaller dose of those th elements. But the people without the genes still develop one-third of the patients that get Alzheimer's dementia do not have these high-risk genes because it's the same variables in our environment that drive it. It's just that the people with the genes are a little more sensitive, so they, they take less of a dose in order to get the Alzheimer's dementia. Mm. You're listening to Voice of Dr. Timothy R. Jennings. He's written a book that I'm recommending this afternoon, The Aging Brain, The Aging Brain. So check that out at Amazon and wherever fine books are sold. Highly recommend that you pick up a copy because if you're not dealing with someone that you know uh, with dementia and Alzheimer's, chances are you're going to be doing so in the near future. So as I was reading your chapter on page 224, and tell our folks if you want to get straight to the point when you get your copy, it's a good place to start. What's the current risk factor for us that don't have dementia today, and then what can we do to reduce risks? Um, so risk factors that drive Alzheimer's dementia in, uh, are, again, the underlying factors are anything that increase inflammation. So sedentary lifestyle not exercising. Mm -hmm. uh, obesity actually is a, uh, increases risk because the adipose tissue produces oxidizing um, uh, molecules and interferes with the body's antioxidant enzymes. But obesity stands as a representative of multiple factors com coming together in a constellation. So people who are obese tend to not exercise as much. They tend to have an unhealthier food choices and, uh, and they tend to have more sleep disorder. And so because of all of those things together, this is one of the factors why obesity significantly increases the risk of dementia compared to people at a normal weight. In fact, an uh, overweight, uh, obese person at age 70, a brain scan shows that their brains appear 16 years older and they have 8% less brain mass than a normal weight person at age 70. So it's quite profound, the impact um, that this has upon us. So, and then dietary choices. The two dietary patterns have been consistently demonstrated to give you um, better brain volume and better cognitive and memory performance. And those are the Mediterranean diet, which is high in omega-3 fish oil and olive oil, and um, the uh, whole food um, plant-based diet, fruits, nuts, grains, vegetables. The diet that has been consistently shown to give you worse brain volume and worse memory performance is the typical American fast food junk food diet. <laughs> pick your pick your drive through of choice, and uh, you'll uh, bring on dementia a little bit quicker. Um, Dr. Jennings, uh, in the section, you, I know you touched on this a minute ago with your diet, the Mediterranean diet, but uh, in Chapter 15, you, always, you also talk about vitamins and supplements that can help prevent dementia. Share a little bit about that as we're just wetting the whistle of our listeners because they really need to get a copy of your book, The Aging Brain. 
just yeah, I'll give a couple of them that I think you'll find very interesting. Um, one, uh, data shows that if you eat just regular raw walnuts, a little palm full of them every day, people have better brain volume and better cognitive performances. They age than people who don't eat walnuts, something very simple. And there's a reason for that that I describe in the book. Uh, pomegranate juice, uh, the 100% pomegranate juice, high in polyphenols, and this has been demonstrated in mo animal models to clear amyloid protein, which is the protein associated with al Alzheimer's, out of the brain and uh, reduce your risk of dementia. And then another, uh, several studies have demonstrated that regular coffee drinkers not only have reduced risk of Alzheimer's dementia, but re reduced risk of all causes of mortality, heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, Parkinson's disease, all go down when they drink coffee regularly. But I want to add a caveat here. Um, high sugar diets, uh, meaning you eat a lot of sugar all the time, are increasing your risk of Alzheimer's dementia. But if you have a generally low sugar diet, but you have a teaspoon or two of sugar in your coffee every morning, that does not increase your risk of dementia. But if you, if you have a low sugar diet and have a artificial sweetener like a saccharin or an equal in your coffee each morning, that does increase your risk of Alzheimer's dementia. Mm. You've got, uh, you shared a minute ago, uh, Dr. Jennings, about uh, how you focused on this study because of uh, your family walking through your mother-in-law situation. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your counsel uh, in Chapter 17 about caring for a loved one with dementia. Yeah, and I've seen that with my own family, but also with so many of my patients. And the first rule of a caregiver is the health of the caregiver. That we are limited beings. We only have so many hours a day and so much energy to expend. And despite our heart's love and desire to do more, we have limited capacities. And so people have to step back and objectify. You know, I need so many hours of sleep a night. I need to eat. I need decompression time. And so what I do is... I inform people that in order for you to sustain care, you have to maintain your own health because if you don't, you become sick and somebody has to care for you. So objectifying what you need in order to maintain health and then evaluating the loved one's needs based on their objective needs. A simple example would be if the loved one no longer sleeps through the night so you can't sleep, that's an indicator outside help is needed, whether it's a sitter, whether it's a medication, whether it's a third, uh, whether it's placement somewhere. But something is needed to change that dynamic so that you can get your sleep at night. Hmm. And again, we're talking about a book i'm recommending the aging brain proven steps to prevent dementia and sharpen your mind but i want to tell you that the book has a much broader uh counsel in terms of uh generally that diet things are changing in your body you're getting older and it really is from a holistic point of view and let me say that uh dr jennings comes from a christian worldview as well and so uh many of you in our audience today are, are followers of christ uh um, and others need to look at this diet as well. Uh, but uh, a lot of broad-brushed uh, concepts here for you to be able to begin to put together in one volume. And last but not least, and of course, we're talking about staying healthy in general. We are we have little devices in our hands that we are processing more data than our brain was ever meant to be. We're in front of PC and computer screens, sometimes without the blue light uh, uh, sort of of uh, items that are keeping our eyes a little bit healthy. <clears throat> Mental stress and aging. Uh, you talk about calm the mind, slow the decline in Chapter 12. Uh, I think that's a good note to end on. 
Yes, and, and thank you for bringing that up because the data shows that people who are always on that rat wheel of life, going, 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 and never taking time to decompress, they're constantly firing the brain stress circuits, and you know, your adrenaline and your stress hormones are raging all the time. It kicks on your immune system, kicks up inflammation, and this actually drives uh, increasing risk of, of dementia as well as other health-related problems. And so studies of people 65 years of age and older who meditated 12 minutes a day on a god of love, um, for just 30 days we could uh, measure growth on brain scans in the area of the brain where you experience compassion and empathy and that calmed heart rate and blood pressure, turning off the stress circuits, and they had a 30% improvement in memory testing all within 30 days of, of a 12-minute-a-day meditation. Additionally, data shows that people take a weekly sabbatical, a day off to rest with family, get out into nature, uh, to decompress and put the cares of the world aside. We can measure reductions in cortisol levels, stress hormones, that they have lower heart rates and blood pressures, and they live substantially longer than people who don't get that day off each week. Well, I'll tell you what, we have just scratched the surface, and I recommend this book for everyone. It's called The Aging Brain, The Aging Brain, Proven Steps to Prevent Dementia and Sharpen Your Mind, plus a whole bevy of other healthy things to do in that lifestyle. My guest has been Dr. Timothy R. Jennings. Dr. Jennings, we got a hard break coming up, but thank you so much for being with us today, and we are highly recommending your volume. Thank you for having me, Bill. God bless you, my friend. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Riverpoint Wellness Center. Hi, I need to uh, cancel my appointment. And what were you having done? Um, I was having a treatment on my spider veins. Okay, and can I ask why you're canceling? Well, I found this product that really works. 
Can I ask what product? Oh, sure. It's Vinacura. If you have frustrating spider or varicose veins, you don't have to get a treatment. Just get to your phone for a risk-free trial of Vinacura. Call 1-800-446-1633. All-natural Vinacura contains a clinically proven ingredient that visibly erases spider and varicose veins, even if you've had them for years. It even helps alleviate discomfort. The results are so impressive, people who've tried it say it's life-changing. Find out how you can try Vinacura free for 30 days and watch as your spider and varicose veins disappear from view faster than you thought possible. Call now for your risk-free trial of Vinacura. But hurry, when this offer's gone, it's gone. For your risk-free trial, call 1-800-446-1633. 1-800-446-1633. It's live music. It's awesome family time. It's outreach. And it's free. You're invited to the Franklin Graham Decision America Sunshine State Tour. Coming to Plant City at the Florida Strawberry Festival Soundstage, January 12th. Live music from Jeremy Camp. And a powerful message of hope from Franklin Graham. I'm going to be presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ, so bring your unsafe friends. Details at DecisionAmerica.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 10.30 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at Let's Talk Is it going? Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. We're back, Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We're talking about the Church of Scientology. You may uh, have been aware for several years that the Church of Scientology has uh, come to Clearwater. And they have made that uh, a major portion of their international operations. Uh, not only the Fort Harrison Hotel, a part of the holdings, but uh, FLAG, which is one of the major uh, subsets of their ministry uh, headquarters, is right there across the street from the hotel. And uh, quite frankly, if anyone uh, in the old days before the new bridge was built, you might remember that if you were going to Clearwater Beach, you had the route through downtown Clearwater, uh, which uh, certainly has a, a lot of historical uh, quality and value there. You would go through uh, downtown Clearwater. You would drop down off that big bluff. And by the way, where you would drop down off the bluff and the old Moss Brothers used to be on your right-hand side when you were heading west. It is that property behind the Moss Brothers uh, uh, building where it used to be where they're talking about uh, building this big, big waterfront, uh, Imagine Clearwater. And it is to to be a a really neat place. We've had uh, several uh, of uh, our functions, uh, either with uh, any of our platforms or the radio station at various festivals in that park to date. It's a beautiful venue, and when I have uh, been talking about the artist renderings of what they would like to do and draw people downtown, it, it really is exciting. But uh, then they sort of rerouted traffic out of town, and maybe you hadn't been through Clearwater 
toward, uh, you know, uh, a few years back. And then when they built the brand-new modern bridge, uh, because uh, between the causeway, which is the main way into Clearwater Beach, and you've got the bridge, I can tell you during spring break or heavy beach days, um, they tried to alleviate the traffic. They've got the turnabout when you get to Clearwater Beach, but it still backs up pretty good. So today, as you route in from, say, Tampa National Airport, down Highway 60, following the signs to Clearwater Beach, you don't even get to go downtown. But it is without a doubt that if you drive through the streets of downtown Clearwater, the individuals uh, who adhere to the Church of Scientology, there is a uh, there is a dress code. And so it is very easy uh, for the most part that to see the amount of uh, human traffic out on the streets walking back and forth uh, from the various uh, buildings of Scientology. And uh, you, you get an idea of what their presence is uh, even before this report from the Tampa Bay Times. And so, though, quite frankly, uh, there has been so much written, there's been a television series, a lot of questions through the years have been asked of Scientology. Years ago, they were granted a tax-exempt status. Many are suggesting that... Um, and of course, that means that they are a qualified 501c3 entity, uh, and that not only has a lot of implications when it comes to contributions, but there's other aspects that come along with that designation. Um, it was controversial at the time. Probably it's an understatement to say that it's still controversial now, and uh, many would like to have the Internal Revenue Service to review that finding again. Whether that's in the cards or not, I have absolutely no idea. But the truth of the matter is, um, we've seen this in other areas. It's not just with Scientology. We saw Planned Parenthood is making is buying property, I should say, and they're using other names uh, to complete the transaction. They're even building uh, Planned Parenthood uh, clinics for abortions. And they are presenting that as a medical facility to uh, some of the um, the zoning authorities in the various cities that they're looking at. And uh, oftentimes, uh, very famous people, when they're buying a home or they're buying something, uh, it is uh, not presented in their name. Who knows? Sometimes if it's a movie star, the price, uh, the owner may try to raise the price. And uh, because of that, it is not unusual, uh, for instance, for the Scientology to be on this uh, buying spree and doing it, uh, uh, not necessarily proclaiming the Scientologist are buying each of these buildings or these transactions. So um, it certainly is a question for those living in Clearwater, working in downtown Clearwater. But the fact of the matter is, um, I don't. Uh, I don't see anything that is illegal with what they are doing, even though there is much skepticism by many uh, that uh, question whether this is a qualifying religion, is it not? And um, so I don't see this controversy going away any anytime soon. It is very interesting, though, to uh, pick up a copy of yesterday's Times and today's Times and uh, keep up and read through it. 
uh, certainly is a, a story worthy uh, of our attention and uh, of reading. Well, coming up next, uh, we're going to get to our second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, the 4 o'clock hour. We'll hear from some of our national leaders on various uh, topics. And uh, remind you, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And we will welcome in our guest from our answer station in uh, Sarasota and Bradenton. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Reminding you that we are broadcasting live on our apps, Faith Talk app, as well as letstalkfaith.com. On the web, just click the listen now. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Listen online anywhere in the world by downloading the station app on your smartphone or mobile device. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Hi, I'm Jimmy Smits. Colorectal cancer is highly preventable, yet it is the second leading cancer killer of men and women in the U.S. But it doesn't have to be. So please, get screened for colorectal cancer. I did. If you're 50 or older, get screened for colorectal cancer. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. WTBN Pinellas Park. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Iran-backed militiamen have withdrawn from the U.S. Embassy compound in Baghdad after two days of clashes with American security forces. There were no casualties reported. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says Iran should not test the U.S., and says extramarines have been sent to the embassy. The role there is uh, security and deterrence uh, to ensure that we have the resources available to uh, combat anything that should come at the embassy, but also to signal very clearly to those who might think about uh, bringing harm to our facility, to our people, that they ought to think twice. Pompeo speaking on the Fox News Channel's special report. Also at townhall.com, speculation is increasing about the defense team. Being assembled by the White House as President Trump stares down an impeachment trial in the GOP-controlled Senate. There's been talk the president could bring in some of his Republican allies in the House to play some role in his defense. More details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Republican representatives John Ratcliffe of Texas, Doug Collins of Georgia, Tim Jordan of Ohio, and Mike Johnson of Louisiana are all under consideration for possibly contributing to Mr. Trump's defense. Republican sources argue that lawmakers who participated in the House impeachment hearings are best suited to present a defense for President Trump because of their knowledge of the facts. Both Jordan and Ratcliffe are members of the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. Collins and Johnson both sit on the Judiciary Committee, where Collins is a ranking Republican. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Hundreds of thousands of people packed Hong Kong streets in an annual New Year's Day protest march as the months-long pro-democracy movement extended into 2020 with further violence between police and demonstrators. Police say they arrested some 400 people for unlawful assembly and carrying offensive weapons. Police using pepper spray, tear gas, and a water cannon. The pro-democracy demonstrations moving into a seventh month now. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try. And now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. It's time to sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. And Home Advisor is here to give you a hand with any last-minute lingering home project on your to-do list. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor connects you with top-rated pros in seconds. Read reviews from your neighbors, request quotes, and check the project cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. To find the right pro at a fair price, go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. And happy holidays from your friends at Home Advisor. China's central bank says it will cut the amount of money banks will be required to have on hand from January 6th in an effort to boost the slowing economy. The People's Bank of China has announced that the reserve requirement ratio for financial institutions would be lowered by 50 basis points. The official Xinhua News Agency said that step will release about $114.6 billion into the economy for lending purposes, delivering a shot in the arm to the economy ahead of the Lunar New Year that falls on January 25th. China's most important annual holiday is a time when companies and individuals typically need large amounts of cash on hand to pay bonuses, clear debts, and cover other expenses. Jeremy House reporting. At least 16 inmates in a central Mexico prison killed, five more wounded in a riot. So far, authorities have not offered a possible motive for that uprising. Breaking news at townhall.com. Hey, Pastor, remember that day you Googled kayaks and poof, every web ad you saw offered crazy deals on brand new kayaks. What if when someone nearby Googled who is God or church or church with kayaks for that matter, they were directed to your church? Salem Surround can do that. Help folks find your church so you can help them find God. Salem Surround helps you reach out digitally, locally, and helps folks in your local community discover your church and discover God, kayak or not. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Listen online anywhere in the world by downloading the station app on your smartphone or mobile device. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Good afternoon. Welcome back to The Bill Bunkley Show. This is hour number two, the four o'clock hour of a three-hour presentation. want to welcome in our friends on our answer stations this afternoon. We certainly are honored to have you with us this afternoon, and this is the hour where we look at a lot of what the newsmakers are saying and, well, some of the issues that are facing America and the world. By the way, we have some breaking news. Benjamin Netanyahu has not been able to form a government in Israel. That announcement just came a moments ago. We'll have a chance to talk about that later on the Bill Bunkley Show. Reminding you that our phone lines are open right now at 877-943-9673. 
That's 877-943-9673. Want to talk a little bit about uh, the lead story, I think, from the weekend as far as the international scene. Remember that we had a ceasefire or a pause between the Turkish military, the Turkish militias, uh, the Syrian military, uh, the Kurds, all about the um, disputed land on the border between Syria and Turkey. Now, we have heard various reports that uh, it hasn't been holding. Yes, it has been holding. And so let's just go to... uh, Uh, I just, uh, before we did this segment, was rechecking again, not only with American news sources, but uh, with the BBC as well as the Jerusalem Post. Nothing has updated in the last few hours as to what is happening on the border. But we have this report in from Reuters. Reuters is reporting that uh, U.S. President Donald Trump today said that he did not want to leave any troops in Syria but that U.S. forces leaving the country now would deploy elsewhere before eventually returning to the United States. Reports over the weekend uh, had it that uh, the troops that were being pulled out of Syria were being redeployed to Saudi Arabia with a, a similar mission, and that is to continue to monitor what may or may not be happening uh, with uh, a, a reconstitution of ISIS Uh, in the area. There was a cabinet meeting at the White House today. President Trump was speaking at that cabinet meeting. He also said it appeared that a five-day pause that was negotiated last week uh, in that Turkish offensive um, in northern Syria was holding. He did uh, acknowledge that there had been some skirmishes, but that uh, it could go beyond tomorrow's expiration. He said, and I quote, I'm sure if we need a little extension, that would be happening. Uh, That's his response to reporters at the meeting. Don't know what the response of the Turkish leader is. I know that over the weekend, Turkish leaders said that there would be no extensions. It was just a pause. But remember that the Turkish leader said while uh, Vice President Pence and Secretary of State Pompeo were in the air flying to have a meeting, he refused and said, don't waste your time. Don't come here. I won't meet with you. And well, you know what happened. As soon as they landed, they had a meeting. So uh, take that for what it is worth. But um, a small number of troops, he said, would stay, quote, in a little, little different section to secure the oil. Now, that quote was a little bit different than the quote that we had uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, but it's a totally different section of Syria near Jordan and close to Israel. Trump said uh, this afternoon or late this morning uh, after that press conference. So we are continuing to monitor uh, the situation. There uh, has been uh, some indication that uh, uh, we may have as many as 200,000 people who are now uh, trying to get uh, west outside of that area, uh, mostly women and children. Uh, of the uh, Kurdish descent, and so we continue to pray for um, what, what, whatever the level of the humanitarian displacement is. Uh, it, it's a tough situation. So it appears, uh, at least for now, the ceasefire is holding. What we need to focus on is what happens when 
the clock strikes midnight. And what I mean by that is not midnight tonight, but what happens when the stopwatch winds down. The agreed-upon pause uh, ends up uh, running out. What will be the situation on the ground there after that? So, uh, continue, excuse me, continue to be a lot of discussion about uh, that situation. Uh, we'll continue to keep you informed. But here is the big news, and that is after a second election in Israel. This is the second election for a prime minister. Uh, we had one, and Benjamin Netanyahu failed to form a government. Six months after the first election, we had a second election, and we are in the period following that second election. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was uh, given the nod by the Knesset to form a new government. We have breaking news this afternoon. This is not good for Israel. Jerusalem Post is reporting that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, is not going to be able to form a new government. Now, that is uh, important because what happens is he's now reporting back to President Reuven Rivlin. Uh, He heads up the Knesset. He is the one that sized up the last election. And because of the votes and the support that Netanyahu brought to the table compared to the competitors, thought that he would be in the best position to form a government. Now, let me remind you what forming a government, how that's defined. Uh, You have to have a certain amount of members of the Knesset to vote for uh, the winner of a presidential election if that a winner doesn't have enough seats in the parliament themselves. Well, there's not enough seats. That's why for anyone to be a single winner, that's because we always have to form a coalition. We see them form a coalition government. Benjamin Netanyahu was not able to form that government. So since he has now just informed President Rivlin um, today, um, his deadline to form a coalition is just two days away. Now, the Jerusalem Post is reporting that uh, he's going to be, he being President Rivlin now, is going to be holding talks with uh, the various different factions that hold seats uh, in the Knesset, their parliament, to discuss the current situation. And uh, he will have three days uh, to give the mandate to form a new government to uh, the Blue and White Party, and that is led by Benny Gantz. Benny Gantz's Blue and White Party and Likud Party, which is headed by Benjamin Netanyahu, they were the two high vote-getters in the last election, in the last two elections. Now, the Prime Minister, Netanyahu, he actually released a video in that uh, he was discussing, some would call it complaining, that his main uh, opponent, Mr. Gantz, refused to talk or negotiate with him. Netanyahu revealed that in addition to what is known to the public, he had initiated secret steps to build a unity government with Mr. Gantz. In that video... Prime Minister Netanyahu uh, warned that Gantz could form a minority government backed by the joint list in a parliamentary safety net. Netanyahu said that if Gantz built such a coalition, 
he would serve as head of the opposition. Here's a quote. A minority government will be formed with the support of the joint list members of the Knesset. These are members who encourage terror. These are members that oppose Israel's existence. Understand that in the, not only in the citizenship of Israel, Arabs can be Israeli citizens who live in Israel. Arabs also make up some of the seats in the Knesset. Some of these Arabs are very pro-Palestinian. And just like in America, if you will, uh, you have liberals and you have conservatives. You have uh, pockets of strength for, let's say, New York City is a bastion of strength for the Democrat Party. And then uh, you can go out to, uh, you know, uh, more rural areas or places where conservatism is... um, Uh, very important as well. And so uh, the warning from from Prime Minister Netanyahu is that a government could be formed, but for Gantz to get the necessary votes to have the majority, he's warning to look at exactly who Gantz is going to put in a coalition. And that could definitely have uh, an important factor with uh, Israeli national security. But um, now that Netanyahu couldn't build the, the coalition, he had 28 days, it did not happen. There will be 21 additional days in which uh, Mr. Gantz can try to get the support. The magic number is 61. 61 members of the Israeli parliament, if they come together, and there's all sorts of parties. There's there's far left, far right, in the middle. You got the Orthodox Jews that have uh, their representatives. And if in 21 days, here we go, if in 21 days, Mr. Gantz can't form a party, guess what? We're going to have elections in Israel all over again. So just a quick analysis. Um We talk about the deadlock in America. I mean, this country is divided down the middle, left and right. And as many of you know, that can be very frustrating because right now, we um, there is no doubt in my mind that the important issues facing the country are not getting debated, are not getting worked out, and we're not seeing any progress whatsoever. The only issue that's getting attention in the Congress because of what is happening in the U.S. House of Representatives, and that is an impeachment inquiry. That and the debt, only because uh, raising the debt level is something that they could agree on because uh, none of these uh, representatives or senators want to be facing the music on that. Well, keep in mind that if you were in Israel as an Israeli citizen, you're now facing the same sort of frustration because government leaders cannot come together and form a 61-member coalition to lead the country. And imagine, if you will, now, we have, we're we're almost to the point where one president gets elected and give it 30 days and the next campaign is underway. So we certainly have been living with this, this negative nonsense. 
But the Israelis uh, are now getting the news today that, wow, if uh, if Gantz can't form a government. And by the way, if he does, uh, from the Israeli point of view, will it be made up of those who uh, don't support Israel, those that are supporters of the Palestinian state, because it's an open democracy there? Uh, either that happens or Mr. Gantz cannot form a party uh, of a conservative nature, then guess what? They'll go back in for another vote in six months. So um, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the liberations that are going on there. And um, a lot more to come of uh, what will happen in our major partner in the region, a major democratic state in the region. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We'll hear from some of our national leaders and opinion makers next on The Bill Bunkley Show. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Like a pristine new calendar, the year 2020 begins without a blemish. But all too soon, it will be recorded as history. We know this much. 2020 will bring a national election to the United States. And the race for president will be the main story of the year. By the end of 2020, we will know a very great deal about the political future of the United States. We already know how much is at stake. The year will bring achievements and setbacks, storms and earthquakes, wars and rumors of wars. Millions of babies will be born worldwide in 2020, and we can only imagine the world they will know decades from now. There will be weddings and funerals and holidays and ordinary days, good days and hard days. There will be 366 days in 2020, one extra day in February. Make every day count. May 2020 bring you and yours abundant blessings and many good days. Happy New Year from townhall.com. I'm Albert Mowry. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Giving you an update on Tampa Bay real estate market here for Pasco County. So to Pasco County, we had at the end of September, which is the latest MLS uh, numbers that we've had, 2,965 properties were available for sale as inventory. Now, out of those 2,900 uh, properties, we had 1,100 properties that have actually sold. Now, that equals a 37.1% absorption rate and a 2.7-month supply, putting us into a strong seller's market here in Pasco County as well. 
And if you are buying, selling, or investing, we would love to talk to you. And reach out to us at 813-670-7372. That's our Consumer Advocate Hotline number, 813-670-7372. My wife and I own and operate the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We work with buyers, sellers, and investors, and we would love to talk to you. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com, PlatinumMVPTeam.com. And for radio show information, we are looking for expert contributors as well as realtors to join us, ConsumerQB.com. Check out ConsumerQB.com. And that's your real estate market update for Tampa Bay and Pasco County here. I am out. Brandon Rhymes, 813-670-7372. We'll see you next time. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley on 877-943-9673. Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody that is very, very unique. First of all, he is a pastor. That's right. He is a pastor in Ventura, California, and the church is the City Church. He's also president of Mike Robner Construction Company, and he is a recognized leader and an employer of over 300 individuals. And he's here today to share a little bit about uh, some of his principles. And he's also written a book that I recommend, Supernatural Business. Mike Rovner, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hello. Mike. Hey, good to have you with us this afternoon. Just talking about a little bit about your resume. I wanted to just really jump in and spend a couple of moments with you. I know you've got a busy day. How did you actually venture into the construction business after having come to the Lord and being on the pastoral staff and on many ministries there in California? Well, uh, first of all, uh, thanks, Bill, for having me. And so uh, my construction experience started when I was about 17 or 18. I got the chance to work with a guy doing drywall repair. And so I just started in the construction. It's really all all I knew. And I also uh, was also, at the time, 17, 18 years old, selling drugs. So I was really a, a drug dealer and a uh, drywall repair guy until I had this radical conversion and, um, I, you know, I was introduced to Jesus and then a uh, very exciting thing happened the next day as my house got raided by the police. And so um, uh, then um, I married the woman that uh, that helped me, uh, introduce me to Jesus. And then we started uh, going to a little church and she said, hey, we're Christians, so we got to go to a church and started going to a church and I had stopped dealing drugs. And the pastor's became like my uh, first positive role models mm-hmm. and so and so when they what they were teaching on Sunday were these were these great uh, Bible uh, success uh, and I won't even call them strategies more philosophies of how to live your life on, on serving and integrity and I, I really just took those small uh, those principles uh, that I was learning on Sunday and applied them on Monday to my drywall repair company and the company ended up growing into the company that today now a lot of people will talk about that that's what they do but just looking at your track record you really did it now tell us briefly what kind of construction projects does uh, mike rovner construction take on and then talk about how you drill down about being on time ethics workers attitude give us a little bit of that about what your philosophy from christ has been injected into your company 
um, yeah, well, great question. So um, our company is uh, the top uh, remodeler of apartment buildings in the state of California. Uh, so we take on uh, big projects. Most of our projects are big, huge projects where we're doing, uh, where we're tearing them down to the feds. And I'm talking about 100-unit uh, buildings, 200 units, 500-unit buildings to 1,000-unit buildings. And so we have a company of 300 employees. And so, uh, but we're also like a small company because uh, it's also like a family. And uh, the reason why is because we truly care about the people that we work with. And one of the cool things about our company is that we have over 150 people that have worked for the company for more than 15 years. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And so um, you asked like, how, how my faith um, you know, plays a, a role in it. And it's really, I think our faith, what happens is some people think that like, like going to church on Sunday is one arena of my life. And then when I go to work, it's a completely other arena. And so, but it's really all one arena. Every arena is truly spiritual. So I've, what I've tried to do is just take those same principles that the Bible teaches and, and apply them to our job and make that the culture of our company. And it's created this atmosphere inside our company that's supernatural. And I want to tell you that if you have your home or office PC there, go Go to roverconstruction.com. That's rovnerconstruction.com. That's R-O-V-N-E-R construction.com if you want to check a little bit out with their company and the philosophy. You know, today, and especially here in Florida, well, I'll tell you what, the workmanship and sort of fly-by-night, we definitely have a lot of that happening in the construction climate today. And ethics, I think, in a way, is at an all-time low. Well, how have you been able to continue to employ this high standard of Christian ethics? And I know from time to time it has to be a challenge just because, well, even some of the clients you're working for. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what I found, though, is most people want to do what's right, and they just need kind of a model or an example to be that. I mean, you're going to have the percentage of people that are just not going to want to do what's right. But I think that our culture has taught us that you have to cut corners. And what we're doing with our uh, with our ministry of Thrive Teaching and what we're doing with our book, Supernatural Business, is we're trying to give people real-life examples, illustrations on how we put them into practice and other friends of ours that put them into practice and have experienced the supernatural of God so people can see, hey, I don't have to do it the way culture tells me. Well, I'll tell you what, talk a little bit about your book and uh, some of the things that folks will glean from your book. Yeah, so uh, I'm so excited about my book, uh, Bill. You know, it's been, it's really like everything that I learned over the last 27 years since I became Christian and started going to a little church. And so our, our book is real-life examples and illustrations how we put the Word of God into practice in our job and really experienced the supernatural of God. I mean, there's no other explanation for it. I mean, the stories are truly uh, are not too good to be true. They're, they're really true too true not to be God. And so I just go through, um, you know, some of the things that God uh, showed me, you know, over the last 27 years of being in business and how a company grew from doing $100 jobs and $500 jobs uh, to now doing jobs as big as $50 million. And so and during that time through this process, also we've seen more than 1,000 people come to know Jesus through our company. 
Well, I want to tell you, if you want to find out more, go to RovnerConstruction.com. That's RovnerConstruction.com. And I want you to check it out because uh, Mike Rovner has uh, built this company from the ground up. And uh, today it is a $60 million company in annual revenues. He's also a pastor at the City Church there in Ventura, California. And I tell you what, uh, get an opportunity to uh, pick up the book to understand uh, the name of the book is Supernatural Business. And I tell you, what a role model for for the rest of us. And with that, uh, Mike Rovner, good to have you with us this afternoon and uh, continue to wish you God's blessings. Thanks so much, Bill. I appreciate it. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. com. That's RovnerConstruction.com. Name of the book is Supernatural Business. Check it out. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The breach of the U.S. Embassy compound in Baghdad has prompted Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to delay his trip to Ukraine and four other countries. State Department spokeswoman Morgan Ortega says Pompeo is postponing the trip to continue monitoring the ongoing situation in Iraq and ensure the safety and security of Americans in the Middle East. He intends to reschedule soon. Meanwhile, Iran-backed militiamen have withdrawn from the U.S. Embassy compound. That's after two days of clashes with American security forces. The family of a man wounded in the Hanukkah stabbings north of New York City says... He may have permanent brain damage and be partially paralyzed for the rest of his life. The NBA says former Commissioner David Stern has died at the age of 77. That's nearly three weeks after suffering a brain hemorrhage. This is SRN News. As a pastor, how do you go and make disciples in the digital world? You stream messages on your website and social media, but beyond your church members, how do those truly in need of the gospel know you exist? Salem Surround can help. Salem Surround can digitally reach out locally to those in need of the gospel and a great church like yours, even if they don't know it yet. With Salem Surround, you can effectively go into all the internet and make disciples. They'll come to you too. Learn how it works at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been riding the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn 
learn where they buy, sell, and make profit. Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. It's live music. It's awesome family time. It's outreach. And it's free. You're invited to the Franklin Graham Decision America Sunshine State Tour. Coming to Plant City at the Florida Strawberry Festival Soundstage, January 12th. Live music from Jeremy Camp. And a powerful message of hope from Franklin Graham. I'm going to be presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ, so bring your unsaved friends. Details at DecisionAmerica.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. are open 877-943-9673. How important is free speech in America? How important is the First Amendment? And are you allowed to have a conversation on a sidewalk or can a group of elected officials sort of define, well, what speech is acceptable and what isn't? Got an important decision out of Pittsburgh. Uh, The case is Bruni. Uh, versus City of uh, Pittsburgh. Joining me today is uh, Kevin Terrio, who's a senior counsel, vice president, Center for Life, Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, and he works with a team of uh, folks there uh, working to overturn Roe versus Wade. This is a definite priority for our folks at ADF. And in addition to that, um, want to make sure that we understand that the whole idea about the nonsense of physician-assisted suicide is also on our radar in addition to what happens early on in the birth of life. Uh, Since joining Alliance Defending Freedom in 2003, he has been successful as lead counsel or co-counsel in numerous cases, preserving the freedoms of speech and religion. He earned his uh, doctorate, uh, J.D., from 1991 from Vanderbilt University School of Law. Uh, he also is admitted in the bar here in Florida and is a member of the U.S. Supreme Court and numerous federal district and appellate courts where he practices. With that, uh, Mr. Terrio, good to have you with us this afternoon. It's great to be on, Bill. Really appreciate you having me. Well, it's great to have you, and this is another significant victory, and we're going to point out some of the reasons why. But talk a little bit about this uh, ordinance in Pittsburgh, because it sort of went back and forth between the appellate and the district court, uh, but it looks like that uh, on appeal, this thing has been pretty well nailed down. Talk us, uh, Walk us through the history. 
Well, several years ago, Pittsburgh, at the urging of uh, a local abortion facility, including Planned Parenthood, uh, decided that they were going to shut down speech on a public sidewalk. And obviously, most people know you're not supposed to be able to shut speech down and censor it on public sidewalks because it's so fundamental to our society. Uh, but the city of Pittsburgh bought it, and um, they enacted a pretty comprehensive ordinance. We got half of it struck down several years ago in the Brown case. I had to go to the Court of Appeals for that one. And then um, after the Supreme Court developed the law a little bit further, then we, we challenged the second part of it, which says that a 30-foot strip of sidewalk out in front of Planned Parenthood is a speech-free zone where our clients who uh, advocate uh, and do uh, uh, pro-life counseling, uh, they uh, were basically told you can't be there. And um, so we challenged it. It's been going on for about four years, and the and the Third Circuit, excuse me, just uh, last Friday said that they Pittsburgh is not allowed to apply this ordinance to prohibit one-on-one um, -on -one pro life counseling that our um, that our clients do so that was the good news talk about how devastating this would be to the first amendment if we either had uh, appellate judges judges on the supreme court if we had like-minded people with the lower court talk about how damaging if this became the law of the land and some of the implications it would have in uh, in other areas of first amendment rights well, you'd have the government deciding which ideas should prevail, because clearly the impetus for this was to get pro-life ideas off the public sidewalk in certain places. And so the same thing would apply if you um, take a certain position on the environment, take a certain position on um, sexuality, take a certain position on uh, experimenting on pets. Uh, the cities or states could ban you from certain areas because they don't like your speech, and they could target those ordinances to you um, so that uh, so that it's it's clearly singling out people that are, have a particular viewpoint. And of course, um, since speech is so fundamental to a free society, that would undermine democracy. And uh, the way that this court particularly ruled, um, I understand, and I'm not a lawyer, but from what I understand of reading some of the, uh, the, the brief and descriptions, that uh, it has rendered an opinion in such a way that it basically closes down the question uh, from now moving forward. It does. The, the, the opinion is a little complicated, and, uh, and the court said instead of saying um, – city of pittsburgh your ordinance is unconstitutional what it did was reinterpreted the ordinance and said city of pittsburgh even though you say this bans pro-life sidewalk counseling um we read the ordinance as not banning it and therefore um and you can't enforce it enforce it against pro-life counselors um so it didn't actually strike down the ordinance it just reinterpreted it which is a little bit complex so um one of the things that the court did do is it said that because of the way we narrowed the ordinance, we being the court, um, that this doesn't violate the, one of the worst things that a, a law can do in, in the free speech area, and that is discriminate based upon content. So, um, in other words, if, 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 this, if the ordinance would say you can talk about the weather on the, on the public sidewalk there in front of the uh, abortion facility, or you can talk about the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and how well they're doing or poorly they're doing, but you can't talk about abortion, um, especially from a pro-life perspective, well, that would be unconstitutional. The, the court made that very clear. 
And in addition to, say, sidewalk counseling to those who are considering going into an abortion facility, it, it was interesting because um, they also talked about other type of uh, facilities. And so it looked like that uh, who whatever the political force was behind the regulation of speech, they got a majority of the people there on the Pittsburgh City Council to support. It seemed like they were really trying to just muzzle all sorts of uh, any kind of interaction on some very selected areas, and it wasn't just sidewalk clinics, was it? Well, they what they were doing ostensibly is is really what they were doing was trying to hide their intent uh, to squelch pro-life speech. And so in order to make it look a little less obvious, they applied the law to all health care facilities and said, look, if, if the city draws a line, a 30-foot zone, around the entrance to a health care facility, they can ban speech within that line. But uh, it, it was really telling that the only place that the city has drawn such a line is in front of abortion facilities. My guest uh, is uh, Kevin Terrio. He's a senior counsel, vice president, Center for Life for Alliance Defending Freedom. If I could, I'd like to kind of venture into another area that uh, I know you have great expertise and didn't have to be pre-briefed. But how are we looking now with some of the cases? Because I know that um, you are very much in the center of what ADF is doing as it comes to Roe versus Wade. Uh, could you give me kind of a give our audience kind of a quick just assessment of some of the cases of some of the abortion legislation that has been passed in various states that may or may not be uh, appealed up to the Supreme Court to have the big question on Roe versus Wade? Do we have the type of cases to move forward or is there other cases that uh, we, we need to be patient for? to better position uh, our view of pro-life before the court? We do have some good cases in the pipeline that the court can use to reconsider uh, Roe. And uh, probably the one that everybody's aware of right now is the one that the court just agreed to hear a couple weeks ago, and that's June Medical Services versus G out of Louisiana. Louisiana has a statute that says that um, all ambulatory surgical centers have to have admitting privileges the doctors have to have admitting privileges in case some of the procedures that they um, that they are uh, conducting uh, would result in an emergency and they can take that patient directly to the hospital and and uh and and the doctor can take care of them that knows exactly what happened they won't have to switch them over to another doctor well the planned parenthood doesn't like that kind of law and so they challenged it and that case right now is before the supreme court now, of course, that court case is primarily about whether states can make sure that women are protected no matter what kind of medical procedure they have and, and that abortion facilities shouldn't get special consideration just because they're doing abortion. Oh, they, should, they should satisfy the requirements for all, all ambulatory service uh, centers, but uh, medical centers, excuse me. So, so um, the court will consider that case that next so that's the, the biggest opportunity coming up for the court to show that states really do have an interest in regulating um, abortion and uh, hopefully to demonstrate that, uh, that Roe uh, is, is, was wrongly decided and that it should 
be restricted if not completely overturned. Mm. Looking at the the data that indicates that uh, abortion is down in America and a lot of the younger folks that are coming up uh, are coming up with uh, a pro-life point of view. Then on the other hand, you have uh, Planned Parenthood who have initiated a handful of what we call these mega centers. And some of those are located strategically, say, across the state line and Probably for the future, even if Roe versus Wade causes the decision to go back to each of the 50 states, any any just speculation on your part uh, on the motivation for these mega centers in the light that maybe the the primary income source for Planned Parenthood uh, is in abortions? It, it seems a little bit uh, opposite of uh, what would be sort of a business model in any other situation. Well, I think you put your finger on it. it. They have determined that having a mega center instead of a bunch of small centers around is much more um, uh, profitable, and that's what they're in this for is profit. I mean, there we have clients that we represent, former uh, Planned Parenthood uh, employees that say they would get pizza parties if they hit their numbers on abortion. They didn't give them any kind of incentive to hit their numbers on distributing contraceptives, or any other service that they attempt to provide, what they really are focused on is abortions and how many of them they can get done because that's where they make their money. And so that's why um, they are consolidating some of these smaller facilities. They're trying to save overhead. And, uh, and of course, in the meantime, they're saying, oh, uh, the state is making us shut down these facilities. Well, no, they're just trying – they're just shutting them down and combining them to further their bottom line. That's great. You know, take a life, get a pizza. What? What? Uh, what? what uh, only in America. Only in America, Kevin. You know, take a life, right. and you get a pizza. Well, I want to tell yeah. you, make sure that you put uh, adf.org on your very special list of your preferred sites. You need to visit that often, reminding that they are a five hundred one c three. They need your support, our support, financial support, because of a lot of the work they do. The clients aren't charged. They are there because it's the right thing to do, but they need our support. That website is ADF.org. Special thanks to a very special person right in the midst of this with his team. Uh, Kevin Terrio has been my guest, Senior Counsel, Vice President, Center for Life, Alliance Defending Freedom. You know, my friend, that uh, all of my colleagues with the Salem Radio Network, uh, we stand very firmly with you and thank you for your service to the nation and keep up all the good work. Thanks, Bill. Really appreciate it. And you're right, adflegal.org, that's the place to go to get more information and if you want to support us. All right. Thank you, my friend. Have a great, great, great week. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. adflegal.org, adflegal.org, if you'd like to uh, get into that mix. Four lines are open at 877-943-9673. Probably have a couple of more national quotes that we'll share with you. Boy, I tell you what, America, what a place. Take a life, get a free pizza. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Profile America, Wednesday, January 1st. The first fluoridation law in the nation went into effect on this date 53 years ago. To start the year 1967, Connecticut required fluoridation of public water supplies serving 20,000 or more population to combat tooth decay. The requirement was extended to the whole state later that year. 
Water fluoridation began in 1945 when the cities of Newburgh, New York, and Grand Rapids, Michigan began adding sodium fluoride to their public water systems. Nationwide today, there are 1.2 million miles of water supply lines. Some two-thirds of America's 119 million occupied housing units are connected to public water lines. As most urban areas fluoridate their water, some three-quarters of the U.S. population have such treated community water on tap. Profile America is in its 23rd year as a public service of the U.S. Census Bureau. I am Professor Nathaniel Burke from the University of Farmers, hallowed institute of higher insurance learning, and this is a pop quiz. True or false? To save money on auto insurance, you must forego an agent and go it alone. Solo. Wits against the world. No compass. The answer is false. A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. We are insurance. We are farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. There's no question a good probiotic can help with digestion and stomach comfort. And there's no question you need vitamin B12 for energy. The only question is, why aren't you taking both? The Probiotic Energy Milk combines a clinically tested probiotic along with vitamin B12 for energy. Imagine how good you can feel with healthy digestion and better energy to power you through your day. Best of all, you can try the Probiotic Energy Melt not for $30 or $40, but today for just $19.95. Don't go through life with poor digestion and low energy. Get it back. It's the Probiotic Energy Melt from Purity Products for $19.95 with free shipping. Plus, get a free bottle of Collagen Factor Vitamin C at $20 value. Satisfaction guaranteed. So call now. 1-800-482-9685. That's 1-800-482-9685. Call now. 1-800-482-9685. Someone said tact is like a girdle. It enables you to organize the awkward truth more attractively. (laughs) Hi, this is Chuck Swindoll. Isn't that a good line? Tact is like a girdle because it enables you to organize the awkward truth more attractively. Truth is at times a bit awkward. Truth is sometimes even offensive. And there's nothing like a good dose of salt just sprinkled about that makes the truth attractive. Let me ask you, are you tactful? By that I mean, are you careful with your words, loving in your attitude, attractive in your speech? You know, we could do with a little more girdling around here, couldn't we? Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. So, if I understand that if I could uh, delight, stay in his presence and listen to his steps, God's going to work out everything for me. He has a better plan. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. We, we want to we pray this 
uh, prayer of Psalm 46, 1 through 3. Father, we pray and we know that you are our refuge. We know that you are our strength. And, and yes, Lord, we are we are very concerned, scared right now, but you are here with us in the midst of the storm. You are an ever-present help in trouble. And you know, Lord, once we're prepared and once we are ready to, to uh, make it through the storm after listening to all of the professionals advising us, the big conversation is the impeachment inquiry. So if we knew exactly what, those Democrats in the House have in mind for the articles of impeachment that they would like to try to get a vote out of the House, well, it might be helpful. Senator Booker, one of the contestants for the presidency of the United States, sort of interesting because, well, he doesn't know what uh, he claims Democrats don't know what the articles of impeachment would be. Fishing expedition, Keep just keep the questionings out in the public like they've done with three or four other of the allegations against the president. Everybody's an agent of Russia now, but let's listen in to see what uh, the Democrat senator has to say. But my question to you is, what is your recourse and what could you do, you personally as a senator and Democrats in general, if Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell doesn't go for it, doesn't do a full trial in the Senate, but tries to rush this through either in a few hours or just rejects it out of hand? Well, first of all, Jonathan, I've, I've stopped short of saying what my vote will be as a juror because I, re, I respect the process. I respect the Constitution. I don't even know what the articles of impeachment are going to be right now. I do not know what the articles of impeachment are going to be right now. You know, that's pretty prophetic, and that's pretty telling. They're having this one-sided investigation in the United States House of Representatives. We, the people, we don't know much of the real facts. Many of the Republican members in the House They don't know what the facts are. They don't know what the full testimony is. They haven't had a chance to have minority lawyers involved with the process, as well as lawyers for Nancy Pelosi and the majority. They've not been able to ask key questions. They've been shut down in key hearings. In all this, before a country that, quite frankly, is in turmoil, The, the pleasures and the benefits of this country are so abundant that we have taken our eyes off the real important aspects of maintaining our way of life. Families are deteriorating. Children are growing out growing up without a, a mother and a father. Government is inappropriately teaching children about things that the government ought to have no stake in. Elites who want to turn this country into a socialist country. 
Because in socialism, there's always a small group of people who know what's best for you. And while you are always expected to make sacrifices, well, quite frankly, they they live pretty high on the hog. And this, this feeling that I get is that many in America at the upper echelons feel that just keep America in the dark. They love a good scandal. They love to hear some gossip. They love to make things out of nothing. Let's just keep feeding them lines and fake news. And maybe, maybe one of these will stick enough to where, whether it's right or wrong, truthful or untruthful, it will accomplish its end. That's why we must pray for America. We must pray for truth. We must pray for justice. And we have to realize with so many in leadership, we don't have the character character and integrity, not even close to that of our founding fathers. And they were all flawed individuals as well. But what we see happening here, it, it, it's beyond laughable. So as uh, we continue to be with you each and every day, remember that you have a question or comment for our show. You can email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Well, for those of you listening on AM 930, Sarasota, Bradenton, my colleague Jay Sekulow will be up next with the Jay Sekulow Show. If you'd like to uh, continue with me, uh, my show will move into the third hour, and you can listen live at uh, AM 570 across West Central Florida. Uh, You can listen in AM 910 if you happen to be in Plant City. If you are in Lakeland, On the FM dial, you can listen in at 102.1. If you are in Hudson Bayonet Point, you can listen in at FM 100.3. We'll be talking about uh, Christianity in America. It's on a decline. And we'll also be giving away and talking with William Federer, his new book, America's God and Country. That's next on The Bill Bunkley Show. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Listen online anywhere in the world by downloading the station app on your smartphone or mobile device. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. WTBN Pinellas Park. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstrom. Less violence, but tension is high after Iran-backed militiamen withdrew from the U.S. Embassy compound in Baghdad after two days of clashes with American security forces. 
The, uh, they stormed the uh, compound on Tuesday protesting U.S. airstrikes against an Iran-backed militia that killed 25 fighters. Speaking on Fox News special report, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says Iran should not be testing the U.S. We will continue to hold the Islamic Republic of Iran accountable uh, wherever we find their malign activity, and we'll make sure we have the resources to do so. President Trump, meanwhile, sent troops to the area in response, says Iran will pay a big price for the influenced mayhem. That brought uh, Drew praise from Senator Lindsey Graham. Graham calls it decisive action in the face of adversity. He also warned Iran it continues to threaten American interests, quote, at their own peril. Recalling an embarrassing and deadly attack on a U.S. diplomatic compound in Syria back in 2012, Graham said President Trump has put the world on notice there will be what he called no more Benghazis on his watch. Bob Agnew reporting. The South Carolina Republican has been a staunch ally of the White House. David Stern, who spent 30 years as the NBA's longest-serving commissioner and oversaw its growth into a global power, died today just over three weeks after suffering a brain hemorrhage and having emergency surgery. Stern was 77 years old. President Trump planning to sign the first phase of a trade deal with China at the White House later this month. The China deal will be signed probably on January 15th. Speaking to reporters at a New Year's reception at his Mar-a-Lago resort, Mr. Trump says he's planning another trip to the mainland. I'll be going at some point to Beijing to be with President Xi. We have a great relationship and we'll be doing something reciprocal. But I think more importantly, we'll be starting negotiations very soon on phase two. And you can check out more news and more analysis at townhall.com. Hey, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Quicken Loans is celebrating our best quarter ever. And now we're celebrating some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates are historically low. You may be able to reduce your rate and save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. This is your chance. Pay off some credit card debt or put some money towards that new bathroom or kitchen you've always wanted. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%. APR, 4.23%. That's right, 3.99%. APR, 4.23%. While we can't predict what will happen in the future, we do know that rates have dropped, and now is the time to save money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn how refinancing now may be the right mortgage solution for you. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Gideon Bissau, opposition leader and former Prime Minister Umaro Sissoko Mbalo has won the presidential election with 53.5% of the vote. After the first round in November, the regional body ECOWAS issued a statement warning that it would step in to prevent yet another coup. Former President José Mario Vaz is the country's first head of state to carry out his term without being either deposed or assassinated. He ran again this year but lost in the first round and subsequently backed Imbalo rather than Pereira. Despite some claims of fraud, election observers deployed on voting day said they had found no evidence of ballot tampering. BBC correspondent Louise de Wast reporting. A fire raced through a zoo in western Germany in the first few minutes of the new year, killing more than 30 animals, including apes, monkeys, bats, and birds. Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. Hey, Pastor, remember that day you Googled kayaks and poof, every web ad you saw offered crazy deals on brand new kayaks. 
What if, when someone nearby Googled, who is God, or church, or church with kayaks for that matter, they were directed to your church? Salem Surround can do that. Help folks find your church so you can help them find God. Salem Surround helps you reach out digitally, locally, and helps folks in your local community discover your church and discover God, kayak or not. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Listen online anywhere in the world by downloading the station app on your smartphone or mobile device. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. I would say at least a couple of uh, potentially the most significant cases to come before the United States Supreme Court during this term. And oh, by the way, this term just opened up yesterday, uh, were argued. And um, as we want to analyze this this afternoon, there is so much in terms of what the implications are for these two rulings. It, it really is very exceptional. Well, I want to tell you, a, a key firm that's been involved with these, uh, at least one of the cases uh, before the U.S. Supreme Court today, has to do with a funeral home employment situation. And to talk about uh, not only the case itself, but their uh, actions within uh, today's uh, oil arguments. Kate Anderson is with us, and she is a senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom, and she is a key member of the Center for Conscious Initiatives. Uh, She's been with ADF since 2015. She's been focused on protecting uh, the conscious rights of individuals being unjustly compelled to forfeit their beliefs under the treatment of government, government retaliation, big heavy fines, or other punishment the government can come up with. And uh, she has been involved with uh, several very important legal cases. And uh, she uh, got her law degree, um, um, magna cum laude, 2009, from Gonza University School of Law. Uh, And uh, she also served on the um, Gonzaga Law Review with that. Kate Anderson, good to have you with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, why don't you go ahead, if you will, and uh, give us um, a a quick briefing on this morning. There was an oral argument before the United States Supreme Court. Um, How did this uh, unfold, and how did this go this morning? 
Well, the issue before the court really was about uh, Title VII um, employment law. Um, and, and the question was, can Americans rely on the law the way that it is written? Um, or are they bound by what unelected officials wanted to say at a later date? Um, the court was considering whether sex in Title VII, which is that employment law, means biological sex, as it did in 1964 when that law was passed, or whether um, gender identity and sexual orientation will be um, added to that law um, through interpreting it into the term sex. Um, we always interpret our laws based on their original public meaning. All nine justices have um, adhered to that principle in past cases, uh, and so we were before the court today to argue that, um, and it was a very interesting case. Now, for those that uh, would like to see this case prevail, are they attempting in your interpretation, their last defending freedom, that they are trying to stretch the original uh, interpretation of, say, the word sex in federal law? Absolutely. They're trying to take the the word sex and say that it also includes within that term the concepts of sexual orientation and gender identity, even though those are three distinct terms and concepts, and that's how Congress has always interpreted them. When Congress wants to add sexual orientation or gender identity into a law, such as the Violence Against Women's Act, um, they use those terms. Um, they don't just use the term sex, and yet that's what um, the ACLU is pushing this court to do and what the lower court had done in this case, um, and it really strips away the democratic process um, and takes the role from Congress uh, that is rightly there. Hmm. Now, I know, uh, Kate Anderson, that uh, we have had a lot of discussion and coverage on uh, cases and uh, potential Supreme Court cases that deal with religious liberty. Well, in this case, it's, it's a little bit different because it's not so much the religious liberty aspect. It goes back to the Title VII, uh, we have a funeral home that uh, was operating, and one of the employees of the funeral home during the term of his employment uh, made a decision that uh, he wanted to be uh, addressed as a woman in his transformation, and that he was going to then uh, dress as a woman, and I understand that he was one of the potential counselors, if you will, when a, a, a bereaved or a grieving family were to come in to make the funeral arrangements and the manager at the fu- management at the funeral home uh, just made the decision that that would be um, an inappropriate situation for those that are coming and grieving. If I haven't described it accurately, please correct me, but then elaborate on the case. Yes, this is a fifth-generation business that has been serving grieving families in the Detroit area for over 100 years. They had the male funeral director, um, who is the person who meets with um, grieving families when they come in, walks them through that process. And this particular funeral director had worked for the company for over six years, all of that time abiding by and agreeing to the dress code, uh, which was there to try to provide for those grieving families an environment of professionalism. Um, that individual came to the owner said that he intended to start dressing and presenting as a woman and the owner of the company concluded that that wasn't going to work and that he needed this employee to follow the dress code and so that was why they parted ways so it was really over an issue of compliance with the dress code um, but out of that this employee uh, filed a complaint first with the EEOC and then the ACLU picked up the case um, and really they're using it as a test case to try to push 
this larger agenda of adding gender identity and sexual orientation protections into the law um, through the courts rather than through Congress, even though change, making those changes in this particular law will negatively impact the women and girls who this law has been intended to protect for the last 50 years. Hmm. If you're just joining me, we're talking to Kate Anderson, Senior Counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom. By the way, if you're by your home or office PC, go to ADFlegal.org. That's ADFlegal.org. I seriously suggest that you would bookmark that if if you are uh, called to uh, pay close attention to these type of cases because Alliance Defending Freedom is on the front lines of so many cases that are now uh, in play right now throughout the land and you want to be able to keep up with them and and reminding you that uh, uh, for those of you that uh, want to take a look at their work and want to support their work I would wholly recommend that you do that uh, both with your prayers and with finances so let's look at the big picture on a couple of these items so first of all we would get in a situation if if we prevailed, if if the side that uh, wanted to uh, grant this right prevailed. It seems to me then, if you had a business or maybe even the military, uh, is the outcome of this is that a business doesn't have a right to have a dress code or to to wear a, a particular shirt if you're in fast food? I mean, would that take away any ability for a business to try and do some branding, even though this we're talking about male or female clothing? It seems this could have some wide repercussions. It not only impacts the ability of an employer to have a dress code, but it actually destroys all sex-specific policies. So that includes restrooms, locker rooms, businesses that for whatever reason have an overnight facility um, or showers. All of those would be situations where now men could come into the women's spaces if they identified as women. And that's a significant problem. We represent a client um, in Anchorage, Alaska, a homeless shelter, that Anchorage tried to force them to allow biological men who identified as women to come into their women's shelter and sleep next to women who had been sex trafficked, raped, abused, and that's why they were in that shelter. Um, And so the trauma that that can incur, no matter how innocently a man is in that space, is highly problematic. And that's the kind of thing that we're going to see happen on a large scale um, with this kind of a change in the law. Now, it's my understanding, Kate Anderson, that today that uh, we have nine justices on the court. Uh, several of those uh, are of the uh, more on the originalist uh, uh, sort of philosophy. We have the four liberal uh, justices. My understanding is that uh, the four liberal justices were were very, uh, very vocal in defending this, uh, making statements like, you know, this has nothing to do with religious liberty. This is pure discrimination in the workplace. Then I understand that uh, we had our uh, originalists on the other side, which is four or five, depending on, on, on what case it is. And they were arguing about how this would just so upset everything uh, that you just spoke of in our society. Um, is that, does that pretty accurately describe what unfolded in the courtroom? What can you add to that? 
I would say that there were justices across the entire bench that were very active, um, and all of the justices, or at least all of them that spoke, um, were concerned about uh, the impact on sex-specific privacy spaces. Um, so, for instance, Justice Sotomayor, Justice Kagan, Justice Ginsburg all asked questions about those spaces as well, and it's clear that across the bench, um, the court is concerned about how a change in the law like this will impact women's equality, uh, women's rights um, in athletics, that came up as well, as well as how, how do businesses deal with restrooms and locker rooms and how does that impact other laws that look to Title VII um, when they interpret the term sex. So it seems to me there's a handful, if not, not more, of other specific issues that are only offshoots of what this case would push, it seems like that uh, if there's going to be concern that this broad-based approach in this case, even for the left, could be a little bit too much for them to swallow right now. Is that that fair to, to at least make an initial conjecture? Well, I would hope so, because a change like this going through the courts does impact all of these things. Um, We're seeing it in states that have made this kind of change impact women's athletic opportunities, opportunities for girls to participate in scholarships, um, as well as the privacy spaces, uh, religious liberty concerns, as well as business concerns about how a business will implement these kinds of policies on a sex-specific basis with dress codes or other things. So there are so many issues that that really highlights why this is something that, if it's considered, needs to be considered by Congress, where they can try to discern what the issues are and balance some of the, um, frankly, some of the harms that would result from such a broad-based change in the law. And I think Justice Gorsuch was the justice who was speaking on that very issue because in the past we've had we've had federal benches and federal Supreme Courts that have uh, got into the legislation business and not just in the uh, judicial sense. And uh, I think that that probably is going to bring true for both sides, possibly. Hopefully. And it, you are right that Justice Gorsuch raised several questions um, voicing that concern. And it is a valid one that's been held by many, many jurists because Americans really need to be able to rely on the law the way it is written. And the only way they can do that is if the courts will continue to uh, interpret the law in a consistent manner based on the meaning of those words as the public understands them. Hmm. Excellent. Kate Anderson, we're out of time, but thank you so very much for uh, you being with us today. Thank you for your work on behalf of all of us as senior counsel there at Alliance Defending Freedom. Please pass along and know that not only here in Tampa, but across the entire Salem Media platform, we are, are very supportive, proud of the work that you're doing, and any way we can support you, we're here for you. Thank you so much. God bless you. That is Kate Anderson. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference before, during, and after disasters such as hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, or wildfires. So when disaster strikes, you want to be prepared to protect them. Be sure to microchip or tag your pets. Never leave them behind in a major crisis, and be sure to have an emergency kit ready in your home at all times with a pet crate or carrier, leash, blanket, 
ID, and medications, their water bowl, and seven to 10 days worth of food. To find out how to protect her entire family during a disaster and help our best friends in their worst times, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Here are two words that are easy to get confused, conscience and conscience. And here's a good way to remember how they're different. Consciousness is my awareness or memory of something, and my conscience is the thing that makes me wish I wasn't so conscious of everything I've done. Our conscience may not always keep us from doing wrong, but it will make sure we don't enjoy sin. One of God's greatest gifts to mankind is the opportunity to live with a clear conscience, forgiveness for past sins, and the power to avoid sin in the future. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's gift of a clear conscience on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, got a question for you. Bill Bunkley here. Have you had a chance to sign up for your chance to win one of Sebastian Gorka's latest book? That's right. I'm telling you that uh, Regnery has another winner here. And uh, it is a book that is entitled The War for America's Soul by my colleague uh, and uh, Salem Talk Show host, Sebastian Gorka. Uh, We've got uh, two books that are signed by him, which will be our grand prize winners. We've we've got three other books to give away. And uh, here's what Sebastian has to say in this volume. Our country is at war with, well, itself. On one side are American patriots, dedicated to freedom under the Constitution. And on the other side are leftists campaigning not just to win elections, but to radically transform the nation. In this political war for the soul of our country, America's patriots need a straight idea and a straight path with a blueprint blueprint, excuse me, for victory. And, uh, well... According to Regnery, we have such a man in Dr. Sebastian Gorka, a former strategist for President Trump, and now he's with us as a nationally syndicated radio talk show host and, well, a fearless culture warrior. Go right now to uh, TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. You can also get it at TheAnswerTampa.com. And you can put your name in the hat each and every day to increase your chances of having an opportunity to win a copy of this volume. And I think Jose is working to get uh, Mr. Gorka with us. Uh, He's actually uh, taping his show right now, and so we're going to have a chance to talk with him about this latest volume. Well, 877-943-9673 is our phone number. Is there anybody in our audience that is a, a little worn out with the California congressman the very partisan California congressman who heads up the, well, I'll use this lightly right now for this term, the, quote, intelligence, close quote, committee. I'm talking about Adam Schiff. 
And they call him Shifty. I don't. Not a name caller, but that's what they call him. Anyway, the Republicans have developed, well, some would say maybe a little bit of a spine. Andrew O'Reilly has filed a report a couple of hours ago with Fox News, and he writes a motion to censor House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff for his, quote, parody reading of President Trump's July phone call with the Ukrainian president during a hearing last month is gaining steam with Amer- with the House Republicans. Fox News is reporting that 125 lawmakers have now signed on as co-sponsors. And let me remind you the irresponsibility of this, this individual. He got up before a Senate committee, excuse me, a House committee, and basically was telling them, because a lot of this, only the Democrats have access in the House to a lot of the quote-unquote evidence that's being collected. The Republicans are not privy. Republican lawyers are not privy. They're not involved with, uh, you know, uh, being on an equal par. That itself violates all previous rules of uh, the most important question of impeachment. And so anyway, when these documents are, are, are so are, are sort of, um, out there and Adam Schiff is telling you what they say, he actually got up a month ago, and you're probably aware, aware of it now, he got up a month ago, and basically most of what he had to say wasn't even accurate. He made a parody of President Trump's comments on the call. And so with that, you you have a situation where now the Republicans are standing up and saying, no, no, no. The, the resolution to censorship, uh, who has become a favorite target, for the Republicans for his role in the Trump impeachment inquiry was first introduced last month by Representative Andy Biggs, the Arizona Republican who chairs the House Freedom Caucus and has the support of the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, those of the Republican team, as well as the the whip for the Republicans, Steve Scalise, and also Liz Cheney, who is the Republican Conference chair. Now, what is happening is, is that I don't think Schiff should continue to be the chairman of this committee. He has demonstrated uh, such an ability to tell whoppers. He even was recently, what, last week when I reported that uh, he earned four different Pinocchios. I mean, that's some serious stuff. And, And the fact that he cannot be trusted to tell the truth. We are getting, and, and they talk about the fact that the president spins. Well, the president doesn't spin like we've been getting the spin from our our highest level of representation, and that is the people's house. That is the House of Representatives. You know, the representatives is where all the people from all walks of life with their 435 representatives, you know, representing small communities all across the fruited plain. 
And right now, if uh, you don't have a D by your name, you have been shut out of the process, which means that a majority of Americans have been shut out of the process. And uh, what happens is, is that uh, these witnesses are coming in. They're coming before these, uh, the, these Democrat panels. And then the Democrat panelists will come out and tell you their interpretation of what the witness said. Well, I tell you what, this, over the last few weeks and months, it certainly has given a new definition to uh, confidentiality and a new definition to uh, because there could be some national security issues at hand. Uh, we don't want to have an open testimony. Well, I'll tell you what. That's about as much of a cover for a lot of uh, monkey business as uh, just about any other example that we have seen. And I wonder if and when the American people are going to get tired of this. Uh, If and when the American people are going to wake up and see that rather than listening to just their respective echo chambers for what they want to believe, and to rah, 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 instead of paying attention. Well, as uh, Franklin said, you know, if we want to keep this nation, and Nancy Pelosi has uh, co-opted that line on several occasions in the past few weeks, well, you know what? There are certain things we need to step up to do if we want to keep the nation, we want to keep the country in the Uh, realm of what our founding fathers crafted for us uh, some 200 plus years ago. Three branches, checks and balances, and most importantly, we must be a moral nation. We must be a moral people. We must be a people who, regardless of our political party, will look at and acknowledge there's absolute truth, there's right and wrong. We must be a moral people for this country to continue. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. U.S. troops fired tear gas to disperse hundreds of pro-Iran militiamen and other protesters who had gathered for a second day outside the American embassy compound in Baghdad, where earlier they had set fire to a reception area and hurled stones over the walls. The umbrella group of mostly Shiite militias in Iraq later called on its supporters to withdraw from the compound, but some vowed to continue the sit-in. A large gathering of Jews at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey today drew a significant security presence after recent anti-Semitic attacks in the New York City area. More than 92,000 people attended the event called Siam Hashas to celebrate the completion of the reading of the Babylonian Talmud, a process that takes seven and a half years. More than 50 law enforcement agencies were involved in security planning. This is SRN News. As a pastor, how do you go and make disciples in the digital world? You stream messages on your website and social media, but beyond your church members, how do those truly in need of the gospel know you exist? Salem Surround can help. Salem Surround can digitally reach out locally to those in need of the gospel and a great church like yours, even if they don't know it yet. With Salem Surround, you can effectively go into all the internet and make disciples. They'll come to you too. Learn how it works at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. 
American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference in a disaster. When disaster strikes, you want to protect your whole family, including your pets. To help keep your family safe and help our best friends in their worst times, find tips at AmericanHumane.org. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Good afternoon, everybody, and Happy New Year. I'm Jose Cruz, the producer for The Bill Bunkley Show, and I'd like for you to enjoy this best of. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this Tuesday afternoon. Coming up next, let's have a story about yet another peeling away of what's really going on in America. As you know, the folks at uh, Project Veritas have been very effective and, uh, well, uncovering some very important elements of what's going on behind the scenes so all of us can understand just what some of these secret dark agendas are all about. Joining me today is uh, James O'Keefe. He is a Project Veritas founder and president, and he's joining us today because we have yet another revelation, this one about CNN having to do with, uh, well, staying on the impeachment beat as far as their news stories are concerned. Well, to the detriment of other stories, James O'Keefe, thank you for being with us. Yes, can you hear me? Hey, yes, I can hear you now. Hey, James, first of all, thank you for being on the Bill Bunkley Show, and I want to drop right into this very quickly. This latest opportunity for you to allow us to be informed as the American public, how did all this particular episode unfold? Because I understand it was with an insider there at CNN, right? Yes, this was a man who was working for the network, had been working there for two years, and uh, approached us at CPAC and said that he was disgusted by what he saw at the network and wanted to record everything that happened. So he we gave him a hidden camera and 
the last six months, he's been recording, uh, amongst other things, the Jeff Zucker's 9 a.m. editorial conference calls and his colleagues all uh, lambasting the fact that Jeff Zucker tells them what to do, pushes a certain agenda, trashes Fox News on the, on the calls and, and favors certain candidates over other ones. So this is quite an expose, and it, what makes it extraordinary is that it's both into a news network and it's done by someone who works for that news network. As this is unfolding and we get a chance, I mean, we have seen just by looking at the CNN webpage and then listening to their broadcast, we know anecdotally that uh, everything's about impeach Trump. But uh, what does this say about the uh, the profession of journalism, the profession of one of the main cable news networks? You know, it seems like uh, this is proof that uh, the propaganda and the agendas are something that many in America don't really realize because CNN, well, they're just about at every airport. Uh, you don't see Fox. Talk about that because this is important to uncover. Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of people will say, well, we all, we all know that CNN is biased, so who cares? But, but no, first of all, not everybody knows that. Most people actually would, would, would think that they're the most trusted name in news. Maybe people on the right think that. But the people who actually watch and consume the news uh, think that they're looking at some version of the truth. So just like the episode of The Wire where they sort of say it's, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove, it's the same thing here. I mean we all suspected that uh, Jeff Zucker was on an anti-Trump crusade. But to hear the staff saying it's an anti, quote, anti-Trump crusade and, and Zucker is on a, quote, vendetta against Trump, it's pretty extraordinary to have those quotes uh, obtained from their own mouths. This is not anonymous sources. This is not an anonymous whistleblower. This is an in-the-flesh, on-the-record source who recorded his colleagues and lost his job because he felt the public has a right to know. That's what journalism is supposed to be about. What makes it extraordinary is that he's, he's investigating the other journalists. He's watching the watchman. His name is Kerry Porch. His GoFundMe page has been set up because now he's no longer employed. It's a GoFundMe uh, slash uh, Exposed CNN, and it's pretty remarkable what he what he has done. What has been the reaction so far from CNN uh, to you or to others? Uh, well, I would say the reaction on the record and, and off the record. First of all, off the record, this Jeff Zucker responded yesterday saying, have you, have, we've seen the Project Veritas tweets. We've seen what they've said. Uh, Jeff Zucker was uh, visibly a fraught on the phone call yesterday and said, we just got to focus on doing our jobs. Uh, on the record, CNN has it leaked some statements saying that we're not even paying attention. We don't even know what this is. But really, they're, they're, they're shaking in their boots. Uh, the president has responded twice. Trump tweeted twice about the, about the, about the episode, saying most recently that uh, a rumor has it that Jeff Zucker is on the verge of resigning. We're not, we're not, we're not able to... Uh, corroborate that. And CNN also issued an email to Kerry Porch saying, this is his boss, saying, quote, your actions are disappointing. I am not sure what will happen to our company, but I can say this. I will never forget. Uh, I will never forget. Sounds like a, a pretty strong statement there from from Kerry Porch's boss. So I think they're not trying to react, and I, we're going to have to keep releasing more footage to get a reaction from CNN corporate. We're also trying to reach out to Time Warner I'm sorry, AT&T, who owns CNN, to see what they have to say about Jeff Zucker's behavior in the tapes. When you get involved in these situations, um, how can how do you decide 
Like, like this is a very good, legitimate situation. Do you also find now, because you are like uh, one of the chief undercover investigative uh, organizations in America at, at Project Veritas, just in the general sense, do you get leads on other things that when you look into it, you just you just can't go there because it's really not substantiated? How do you make sure you got a good lead? Well, it's I think it's a situational thing. I mean, you investigative muckraking journalism, you know, when they when your mother tells you that she loves you, you check it out. That's what people say. But I think with our with our with Project Veritas what we do is visual. You know, images transfix in a way that words do not. So the best way to reform the system is to expose and capture reality precisely. So we're not like other journalists. We don't quote people anonymously. We don't. We only report something if we can see it on tape. So it's 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 rare. It's not really hard to corroborate something if you can get it on tape because you're you've got it there. It's, you can see it, hear it, and confirm it. Um, and we we try to now work with people on the inside. Our our call to action is is these anonymous heroes can wear a camera and expose what's happening. They can reach out to us at projectveritas.com/brave. If you're on the inside of a school, maybe you're listening to this and you work for the government and you you, you know you, you want to blow the whistle, you want to film it. It takes extraordinary courage, but what are you waiting for, right? What are you saving your ammo for? Most people don't get a chance in life to make a difference. They always ask, what can I do to make a difference? Well, here's an answer. You can you can put a camera on, a little tiny hidden camera, and, and expose the malfeasance that you see at work through Project Veritas. And so, uh, James O'Keefe, what we have now is you mentioned that there was uh, several months of fact-gathering by this individual. So we've only seen a small portion that's been released to this point. CNN has only seen a small portion of this point. So they and us are wondering, wow, there is more to come. Uh, That has to have them very concerned. But on the other hand, are they going to get cover from all the other networks, all the big newspapers, because they they sort of take care of each other? Yeah, it's one of the problems. It's it's, but I think there's a there's a grassroots sort of viral internet. I mean, there's been 1.5 million views on the Twitter video alone. There's been a million tweets, a million views on YouTube. I mean, it's it's really becoming quite quite special. Uh, what's happening in 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 terms of the results of what we're doing and people getting it, yes, CNN is going to deny. They're going to say that we don't care. In fact, one of the most recent things they said today on this article called The Wrap, network staffer is unfazed by Project Veritas's campaign. No one cares about this. It's just not true. I think that Kerry Porch, the CNN insider, has reformed CNN just by virtue of the fact that they think that everything's being recorded. They're, they're less, less likely to engage in fraud and lie. They're less likely to do the sorts of things that they're ashamed of people knowing about. That's the, the psychological effect of, of everything being recorded, but everyone's reputation being put on the line. So Project Veritas's mission is to bring about transparency through this movement of insiders who record and capture things around them and, and kind of force people to match their private lives with their public lives as it relates to their jobs. And, and of all the most powerful companies in the world, our media companies really have more power than all three branches of government because uh, most of the people in government, uh, the only way you know about what they're doing is if a media organization reports on it. So CNN is one of the most powerful companies in the world. It plays in airports. It, it, it People think it's trusted, most trusted name in news. They don't feel that way about Fox or MSNBC. So it's important to, to, to push this grassroots movement of accountability through through 
social media and through the truth of what is being exposed in these tapes. Mm. You actually answered my last question without asking it, and that is changing behavior at organizations, even while they deny, deny, deny that uh, you have affected them. But obviously that has been uh, the service that you have uh, paid to the country with your organization. So, yes, I believe that they're going to be looking over their shoulders left and right. Uh, especially not knowing what's going to be the next clip that's going to be on. But, uh, James O'Keefe, thank you for your service to the nation. He is the uh, president of uh, uh, Project Veritas, uh, founder and president, and we thank you so much for fitting us in your busy schedule today. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Wow, what a story. What more to come as things are unfolding. And a couple of comments I'd like to just make on CNN is – and I've thought this for several months. If you were to look at CNN's website, which we do, and you look at Fox, and, and you compare the two, how often do you see one of the CNN commentators with their big picture, you know, on the next on the next story? And it's Allison Camerata. And you got her picture and then her interview or her story. It's been amazing because one of the things about true journalism is it's not about the reporter. And you heard Jeff, uh, James, just just talk about the fact that, you know, we're just going to show you the video. And we're going to have a video and you're going to understand who the players are. You're going to hear it in their own words. And then that's how we tell the story. Well, if you look at CNN, and everybody knows their ratings are nowhere near Fox, even with all the spin that they do about uh, uh, they're trustworthy and Fox isn't, what you have is every day you've got, and I will use my phone probably 90% of the time, so I'm looking on the CNN app, right? So it's all their talk show hosts. It's their pictures all the way down to the first 15 or 20 stories because it's almost like it's all about them. It's all about them in the middle of an interview. And what people forget is that's not what journalism is all about. And so we as Christians, uh, and by the way, I, I encourage you to investigate all websites. You go to CNN, go to Fox, go to MSNBC. Newsweek, Time, Washington Post, go to all of them. But you go there with discernment. You go there with understanding. And remember, there are a lot of agendas in America today. And in fact, it's very difficult to find true journalists and true journalism. And as I remind you all the time, Bill Bunkley is not a journalist. Uh, borrowing the phrase from one of those major organizations, I will tell you that I'm not necessarily uh, balanced. I think I'm fair, uh, but I'm not balanced because I bring to this three-hour program a Christian worldview lens. I bring to this program a conservative lens and a social conservative lens. And so uh, my opinions of what I share oftentimes uh, are going to be directly from uh, one of those three sources. But I just wish that some of the other entities that are pulling the wool over many Americans' eyes, as well as the foolishness of Americans that go to the Internet 
and whatever story they can click on, whatever story they can print, uh, they'll head to the office water cooler or to Facebook or whatever as if that is uh, the gospel of the news. Oftentimes it's not. And even if there's an element of truth, remember what Proverbs tells us. As soon as someone tells us one side and we think that sounds pretty good, when we hear the other side of the story, well, it's a different situation. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. It's live music. It's awesome family time. It's outreach. And it's free. You're invited to the Franklin Graham Decision America Sunshine State Tour. Coming to Plant City at the Florida Strawberry Festival Soundstage, January 12th. Live music from Jeremy Camp. And a powerful message of hope from Franklin Graham. I'm going to be presenting the gospel of Jesus Christ, so bring your unsafe friends. Details at DecisionAmerica.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall & Associates and your tax problems are solved. 
Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. Hello, all of my friends across West Central Florida. This is Bill Bunkley, and this is the final segment of the Bill Bunkley Show here this first day of the new decade. Well, I'm actually away on vacation, but I couldn't help but address you personally as uh, we get uh, ready for this new year. I hope that we're in the middle of the week, that you are enjoying your family and your time off as well as I am enjoying mine. And, of course, I'll be back with you live coming up next Monday after the, uh, well, the first weekend of the new decade. Well, some thoughts about going forward. It is 2020, and uh, it's amazing to me how fast time has traveled. And as we look back at 2019, and for that matter, as we look back at the last decade and uh, think a a little bit about uh, all of what has transpired, it is hard to believe that we are already 20 years in the new decade. It is true what I used to hear when I was younger. Well, you know what? The older you get, the faster time flies. And I used to, well, hear that, but uh, since that wasn't my experience, that wasn't my paradigm, never really paid um, paid much of attention. Well, today I do. Well, as we move forward, this is going to be a very challenging year. And uh, first of all, I hope that you've had a chance to uh, hear my something to think about. Because it's very important, I believe, for us to be in our Bible, in our scriptures every day of the year. And there's plenty of opportunities for you to uh, pick up on one of the reading plans that will allow you to read through the entire Bible by the time, well, we get to almost this day a year from now. And you can divide that up very easily. Also, I want to tell you that uh, two things that I think are very important. In fact, I'm going to be talking about a proverb today. Uh, as we think about planning and preparing for how we will uh, engage the new year, I want to tell you that you can read a proverb every day of the month with the, with the corresponding proverb. Uh, proverb 3, well, you'll read that on the third day of the month. When it's the 10th day of the month, well, read Proverb 10. It doesn't take long, and it's always a good primer to start your day by reading in the Proverbs. Now, at night, as you're trying to relax, you're trying to um, come come to a point of getting ready to enter into a, hopefully a good night's sleep with the assistance of the Lord, that's a good opportunity for you to read every 30th Psalm on the prospective day of the month. And you can do that at night, and the Psalms is usually one of those passages that uh, will really give you uh, a good relaxation. Uh, the relaxing, relaxing time, I should say, in the Lord. Now, I just want to just share with you, I also use a Daily Bread, the Daily Devotional. I also use um, um, 
my utmost for his highest. And uh, I also use uh, Dr. Billy Graham's Hope for Each Day. So those are sort of the, um, the primers that I use each and every day. It's important for you to consider making Christ first in your life. And if you have never considered giving your life to Jesus Christ, well, now, on the very first day of a new decade, what an important, important decision that would be. And as we go through uh, each and every day, each and every moment of the new year, you know, for us to realize that those of us who are in Christ and Christ followers, we have the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. And that Holy Spirit will give us wisdom and guidance each day. And each day we're going to tend to want to, well, do things the world's way. Do things the way the secularists do. Well, it's important for us to look at the Word of God because that is absolute truth. That is the plumb line. That is the owner's manual, if you will, for our life. And that owner's manual will treat you very well as you go into the new year. Give this year to Christ. Be obedient to him. And as Dr. Charles Stanley says so often, you know, trust God, be obedient to God, and leave all of the details that happens in your life to him. All of the um, situations that you will get involved with, uh, let him be the Lord of your life and he will see you through. Well, some final thoughts as we sign off. Again, I wanted to speak to you in person as we start off the new year. There is a translation of the Bible called The Message. Now, this isn't the translation that you would necessarily use to do deep theological study, but it's one that's uh, helpful to, well, give us a very uh, important interpretation with a very sometimes simplistic but also on-the-mark understanding of one of uh, how many biblical principles that we can uh, plug into every day. In Proverbs 21.5, here is the verse I want to leave with you as we enter into the new year. 21.5 tells us in the message, careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry puts you farther behind. Now, which way will you choose this year? In your planning, in your getting ready for 2020, um, if you want to get ahead in the long run, well, That's where the planning comes in. But if you just want to be blown here and there by the winds of what happens each and every day, you begin hurrying and scurrying. And you know what? Yes, not following Scripture, you are going to get further behind. So I hope that the Word of God will be your template going forward. And let me just tell you on behalf of uh, Jose Cruz and myself, all of our staff here at uh, Salem Radio here in West Central Florida, Uh, We certainly have been hoping you uh, a very, very uh, Merry Christmas uh, in the past, uh, in the last few days. Also now, we wish you a very joyful New Year. So I'm Bill Bunkley, signing off 